This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Jamie Cochran and Julian Chanko are here to talk about the critic-loved and audience-approved show, Arrested Development. Welcome! Hi! Hi, Tracy. Uh, uh, you guys had a, have a very collective, yay, we're here! We woo. are here. It's, uh, it's warm. Uh huh. Which is very different from outside. And yeah. It's nice to it's nice to be here in this cozy, cozy apartment. <laughs> I could use some ice. You could use some ice to, right? to cool me down. <laughs> See, I asked before I pressed record. You're like, no, everything's good. No, everything's we're good. Fine. We're good. Can't we're have good. a podcast Ready without go. ice. <laughs> is he the is he a that's, bounty hunter? That's is the bounty he, hunter. Who's he going after? <laughs> He's good for doing it whatever yeah. he wants to do. Exactly. <laughs> I think he catered this event, didn't he? Or... He did. Lovely hummus. Yeah. yeah. You know, homemade hummus, um, homemade. randomly cut up cheese and stuff. It's very you exciting. Went all out. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I tried, and I have leftover, you know, cinnamon hearts there from Valentine's Day. That my yeah, happy Valentine's. Valentine's. Is this the Valentine's Day episode or? No, the last one was. Oh, was it? Okay. Yes. Okay. That's the one that we did with Austin, oh, and we okay. did those two episodes about you know couples and stuff. So gotcha. it's very right. It's very. What was it? It was Annie, Annie Hall, Hall. Okay. and Away right. We Go. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. If you haven't watched that yet, check it out. Yes. Working <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> Welcome, Tracy. <laughs> thank, thank you. A plug within the show. Exactly. I yeah. like it. I like it. I, I, uh, this is this is why you're here. This is why you're here. That's that's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we can get on to talking about the show. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> I think we were all talking about, but I kind of was trying to put a pause on it about mm-hmm. how far we got into Arrested Development. We were asked to watch three seasons. Yeah. I was reminded that we were doing this podcast two weeks ago. <laughs> and three seasons of Arrested Development is a lot of seasons. But yep. I got through all of season one, which I think is twenty six episodes. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. Maybe watch two extra episodes somehow. Plus about six episodes of season two in less than two weeks. I so. got through season one, two, and up to episode eight of season three in four days. No. What? I what? Tracy. I literally in watched four days? Because I literally watched nothing else because I was like, crap. But what do you I mean have to nothing else? Did you go to your job? Like, yeah, I went to work. <laughs> How is that possible? That's you know, I come home, turn on the TV, press Play. Yeah, I had two sick days this week, and I still. <laughs> oh, you're slacking, man! Come on, it's yeah. sick days. I had a snow day too. I was like working on my computer. Show was on over here as well. You yeah. know, got through I quite a bit. Maybe I was trying to pay attention, absorb the information. <laughs> the funny thing is, is all my notes for this show. It starts off with little things, and then it just turns into how many celebrities I can spot within uh, the show. Yeah, and it's just fair. it's just a list <laughs> of celebrities. Of, I mean, I didn't take any notes. That's that is for sure. I took but. quite a... Well, I mean, it worked out to... It's only two pages of notes. Oh, that's not bad. That's not too bad. 
I mean, when we did, I did the Alien Quadrilogy, I had like seven pages of notes, so I don't know. That is something. Yeah. I'm going to admit right now that I just learned about this podcast just a few hours ago. Um, So I have not seen this for a while now. But okay. it is one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. I own the exact same DVD set. I own, those, I own those too. Yes. Watching those, uh, watching with the commentary, mm-hmm. just absorbing it. It's part of my DNA now. Mm-hmm. And I'm really setting up a lofty sort of. Yeah. I mean, like, we need to right hear your, your uh, that, deep but... analysis of everything then, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. We're then, just so. going to, like, open the floor to you. Go. <laughs> Go. Arrested Development. What does it it's, mean? It's not just a rap band. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's what I, that was the first mistake. Okay. <laughs> just Googling Arrested Development, first click on Wikipedia. You're like, banned. You're like, no, that's not it. That's well, then, well, then I was curious. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard these guys in a while either. Mm-hmm. So I looked them up. I should have spent like the eight hours... Watching Rusted Bell <laughs> instead of watching the same music video over and over. I mean, again. They, they're the ones who did like Mr. Window and stuff, right? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Wind. That's a song about like the homeless guy. And they did Everyday People. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's the same people. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, okay. I know exactly who they are. It's fine. Exactly. I just needed like a refresh. Yeah. Just like the show. Just like the show. Yeah. Yeah. Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like uh, Ron Howard's gonna like step in <laughs> next time. You're like, no, okay. Yeah. That'd be amazing though. Could you get him on that? I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll yeah, see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. It'll get my people to call his people and yeah, time. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Am I your people? Or do I have to make that call? Or? Well, yeah. I mean, who else would do it? I don't know. Yeah, you know Ron Howard. Right? Oh, way back. Yeah, Ron and I. Back at like happy days. <laughs> Him and I. Yes, those were. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Arrested Development was one of those shows that was like, um, I, I believe the British The Office came out before this one, but it's the first, like one of the early American um, documentary style comedy shows. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it was. It did come out before the... No. Is it documentary? I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I I don't even like know that. that I would define it as. But it is documentary. There's there's literally episodes in it where there's an, for example, there's an episode where there's a car accident. Kitty hits, tries to kill. Oh. Him, and they actually show like the camera crew. Yeah. On the it's ground like, and stuff. It's like or... self-aware, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's like the same style as The Office. Like the, there's no one. It's not clear all the time that there's being like there's. Well, they do have, like, the camera crew, because they do do those effects sometimes when they do flashbacks, like, Mm -hmm. uh, they do footage not found, like, let's just say when George, George, uh, uh, was talking about, like, no, 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 (laughs) when George was talking about, like, oh, when he, like, had time with Job. Oh, as a kid. Like, as a kid. Footage not found. Yeah, Yeah. footage not found. Yeah, you would see the moving of cameramen and stuff like that, but they really did relax on that as Mm -hmm. they went through. Actually, I find they got yeah, more I think it's the into it. Those are the later seasons. Yeah, because like there's yeah. I mean, I've seen all the seasons, but it's been a while since I watched the the yeah. later two seasons. It's, I've I, watched them multiple times, but it's been a long. I realized I forgot. Like I remembered all of the plot points, but I got. I was. Let me rephrase that. I <laughs> I remembered all the plot points, but I didn't remember the order of the plot. 
if you know what I mean. That's very fair. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot happening. There's so much happening. Something. Yeah. It's such a, like, long season. It's like, mm-hmm. the first season. Yeah, the so first season, I was just like, oh, all of this stuff happens yeah. in the first season of the show. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, like it's a long first season. Yeah. Like, that whole uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus thing, I thought that was, like, yeah. season three. No, I, I actually did, too. When I was rewatching it, I was like, whoa, this is, like, yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great episode. And she was fantastic. Yeah. But, uh. If well, you don't remember, that's the episode uh, where she is the blind lawyer. Well, she pretended she was blind yeah, in yeah. order because it helped her through her law career yeah. throughout. So, which is brilliant mm-hmm. in my like, if I could do my job pretending to be blind, yeah, I would. You you watch TV shows for a living. I don't think you can do that pretending to be blind. <laughs> <laughs> what would that look like? Well, someone would be. Telling me what's happening, so they I would do the notes, and then they would be like, "Why are you paying this guy when I could be doing this job? Because I am doing the job, just whispering in his ear." Yeah, but then I would just scream. I could have sworn, yeah. like, oh, like a few years, not a few years ago, more like 10, 15 years ago, they made like a prototype of like a TV that was like, you know those um those toys that have like the pins and you can stick your face in it and make sh- take yes. shape and all that kind oh, of stuff? They made like now. a TV that's like that. Oh, and like no. if you play a show, like the people's faces like pop out of it and all that kind of stuff. That sounds this, like a nightmare. This is your, <laughs> this is your dream. <laughs> like, what is this? But it was done for like blind people and they could put uh, their hand to it or and whatever. Touch it. And, oh, I never touch heard it. about that. That's very interesting. Or whatever. But, Instead of, you know, it sounds perverse. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, weird, definitely. And where do, you, would that be? where do you draw the line on where they can touch? <laughs> it's TV. You can touch wherever you want. Whoa. And when they have different sizes, Whoa. like 72 inch. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should pitch that to Netflix. <laughs> well, but if I remember, like, it wasn't a big TV. I think it's probably like 24 or something. Like, it wasn't a big TV, and there were, they had maybe made one. Like, it wasn't something that was, like, mass marketed or anything. Like, it was a practical use. It was kind of like a prototype idea thing okay yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know okay. i didn't hear much about after because it probably was completely yeah. impractical yeah and that frankly sounds like something fake from arrested development actually. yeah it does like, oh god i'm gonna sit thing. well the thing like, is i can't even remember what it's called and you know if i put a touch like, screen tv it's like not the, the, it's gonna come the up the pins like ended up actually like hurting the people who were touching them and it's just like George Michael Sr. who's got like all these inventions that just like harm people. The corn baller. Yeah, the corn baller. Everybody's just burning themselves all over the place. Never touch the corn baller. But do touch this weird pin TV thing. Um, but the, the thing that was, you know, like great, I've, I've wanted to like rewatch, like since like the newer seasons came out on, uh, Netflix, which I haven't gotten to yet. Like, I have wanted to like go back and rewatch the older seasons before mm-hmm. doing that. Because uh, it's just one of those shows I was definitely like one of my favorite shows. There's few shows that just make me laugh out loud like so hard. And even rewatching it, like that uh, same episode where Tobias like breaks into the apartment and she's pretending to be blind but not actually any like cartwheels <laughs> I just like was laughing so hard out loud it was just like it's so well written it's so perfectly timed and it's just it like, is it's it's awesome. such a good show so 
sorry, I'm trying to, but apparently blind people TV doesn't make it come out. Okay. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. It brings up a picture of Jordi LaForge. It's fine. Okay. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to skip over that. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, like I was rewatching the show and I was like killing myself still yeah. laughing yeah. at all of it. Me too. And yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Like there were still like you're just killing me scenes in this show, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I must admit though, like the, the whole thing with the Charlize Theron in the third season though, I was like, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I love that. I don't remember. <laughs> because, okay. That, that's when she played, um, a delightful British woman. Yes. Named one Oh, I, okay. Yes. And it Rita Leeds. Like, um, because, um, uh, Michael wanted to investigate some properties that they might, and he he, he ends up in uh, Wee Britain. Right, I remember mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And then he sees her, <laughs> and he has no idea because he, he just thinks everything she's doing is like just how a charming British woman would act. Yeah, she's adorable. She's adorable, yeah. and <laughs> it's just oh, there's just a clash of cultures. I have no yeah. idea, and she's very good looking, so I'm sure that helps like mask whatever she's up to (laughs) and um so what i really liked about that was okay one that's when i knew the writers stopped caring about crazy realism Mm -hmm. like they weren't they were relaxing on it already each season got sillier and sillier yes and they started the third season with immediately with crazy callbacks with the cabin and don't hop offs off the cabin. Yeah. And then they moved into Wee Britain where everyone drove on the wrong side of the street in yes. the middle of California. <laughs> yeah. um, the soup was the soup of the day was bread. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember reading up on it like um, Rita, like the producers hated. The producers of Fox hated how Rita had hats on. Mm-hmm. They thought, oh, that's a silly thing. Why aren't we, like, ruining Charlize Theron? We have a great actress here. And then they totally cemented it in, like, the fourth episode. Like, don't forget your hat, Rita, before she goes and sees. <laughs> yeah. and just, they just wanted to she give a like, big screw you to, to the, the network. To the like, network. Yeah. Like, this is what we're doing. We yeah. are a crazy show that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anymore <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's when they they gave him like a like a raccoon hat or something yeah yeah and then just like it's not it's not pc anymore to say mm-hmm. like you know why she had the mysterious mr f mr f, f. <laughs> <laughs> but like when she saw that they thought it was like a bond super villain mm-hmm. and then the way they were like playing off the episode where she looked devious like she was up to something mm. and then um her caretaker yeah i forgot oh i forgot do i have his name i don't even have his uh, name written down what's wrong with second. me <laughs> who can google it i think she can <laughs> that he oh none of them were british that was a great part personally yeah none of She's them were from british. south africa he is Rob Tom. Rob, yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Uh, Rob Thomas? Is the name Rob Thomas? I don't know. It's taking a minute to uh, click through the things. Um, <laughs> so I haven't seen this show in a long time. Like, oh, I just, Dave, it's Dave, Dave Thomas. Thomas. The Excuse Wendy's me. guy. Dave Thomas. I knew yes. it was something famous, but like the less 
popular Canadian version, version of it. <laughs> now, I used to love Matchbox 20 then, so yeah. that's why I was like, immediately go to Rob Thomas. <laughs> yes. You know, like, I'm all about that Santana smooth. You know, you know other people are going to hear you say that, right? That's fine. Okay. Let me in. We'll talk about Supernatural. <laughs> okay. Not the show, but the, the hit late 90s CD. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, uh, <laughs> so the fact that... <laughs> They really focus on them. And it just like just such crazy ideas. <laughs> like, I don't know. She like I was a- amazed that they got a talent like Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Like I thought she was a super huge superstar. She was a pretty decent star at that time. Yeah. yeah. Like, There's so many big stars on that show. Well that was that was one thing too yeah. about the show. Like they just got a bunch of wow. people. I mean it's Ron Howard. It is Ron Howard. I'm sure he flexed he has, a bit. He has some huge connections yeah. there. And he's like executive producer or producer of some sort on oh, the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, he also, I think he directed some episodes as yeah. well. Yeah, so it's just like, I mean, that's his baby and he's got like tons of connections. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I'm sure a lot of people watched it and were just amazed how, because it was different than anything that was on TV oh. as well. Oh, at the time. so different. Yeah. So you wanted to just be a part of that, part of the history. And I love <laughs> At that point, also in the third season, that's when they started getting guest stars just for the hell like, of it. The hell of it, just yeah. tons. Like mm-hmm. Judge Reinhold. Yes. And like William Hung. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Frankie Muniz shows up in an episode for no reason. That's true. Yeah. And they did the tour to the Tunnel of Love. Yeah. <laughs> which used to be the Tunnel of like. The Tunnel to Hell? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They yeah, just they renamed, renamed it. it. <laughs> Um, I loved how they got Scott Baio just to replace uh, Henry Winkler because that's exactly what happened in Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Just to skew yeah. younger. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yes. <laughs> ah. Amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> how many of us practiced for a long time just to be oh, able to say that correctly? Sure. If I ever get like a dog or a cat, I'm mm. naming them blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They're not gonna have a lob blog. They could. What? What's to stop them? Blah blah blah's <laughs> dog. Log. 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 Dog. Log. Dog. Log. Log. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Yes. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. I love it. There's a random shot of Donovan Bailey on the cover of Newsweek too, season three. What? Random. What? Reference. What? <laughs> I know. Well, because remember, there's a part in it where she's like, "I was in the Olympics," and he's yes. like, "She was on the cover, of, like Newsweek or whatever." Like, no, that was this, and it, it shows Newsweek, <laughs> and it's, like, it's a picture of Donovan Bailey, and he's like running. I tried to find that actual cover, but I don't think that was a real cover. I think that was it like a, a manipulated, yeah. um, like picture or whatever. Because hmm. they were trying to say the Olympics. Because she was a triathlete in the Olympics, got the gold. Mm-hmm. But she was really a triathlete at the Special the Olympics. Olympics. No, um, she got the silver. She got the silver. She got the silver. Me. So mm-hmm. they shouldn't have had Donovan Bailey. They should have Michael, whatever, Michael Johnson on it. The, oh, okay. the guy, the American runner who got, no, he was a 200 meter runner who got gold. Was that, no, but, I, but that wasn't that the point. Matter. That it wasn't the matter. point of the joke, though. No. The point of the joke was that, no, she was never on the cover of anything. That was oh, that's true. That's true. So I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was fun. Yeah, I like how they just like cleverly sneak 
little things in there, you know, mm. like they're subtle, like they're in the background or just like something quick someone says, you know, that's like. They also pay attention to detail. Yeah. Referencing like either a historic event or like something. Something you know? like that. Yeah. Um, I watched, I think, last night or the night before. It's all blended together at this point. But it was like the episode <laughs> where Michael meets George Michael's girlfriend, Anne. Anne. And for like the hundredth like, time, they go to like Mexico, and then they like forget Anne in Mexico, <laughs> yeah. and then like the the episodes like they go from like Mexico to like something else happening, and then it's like George Michael Senior who's like they think is dead, and then there's like the magic show burial burial thing, yeah. and then George Michael is like saying to his father, he's like. His grand, his pop pops in the attic, but then it's like he's like, "Is <laughs> that what fact- you're calling making love?" And that just shows me yeah. you're not ready. Yes. But then, um, what's the aunt's name? Uh, Which what? Uh, you're talking the, about the blonde lady. Oh, oh. Uh, um, Lindsay. 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 Yes. Uh, he's like, I'm pretty sure, like George Michael's hiding and in the attic. <laughs> 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 Suddenly, just like, why does she think the like the Nazis, Nazis after yeah. her or something? And it was just like so subtle. And then the like scene just switches just, over so quickly, and you so fast. just like as a viewer, you're just like it's like this delayed like, oh my god, <laughs> just say that. But it's just so funny and it's so subtle. And when you rewatch it too, it's like you catch on to things that you're not necessarily paying attention paying attention to the first time around. And then mm. you're like, oh my god. Yeah. The but little jokes like, that they throw in there, yeah. just like little zings oh. and all that kind of stuff. And, and they just work together so well as like actors and they just like, it's like one after another and sometimes you can't even keep up oh. with like everything they're saying mm-hmm. and it's just like subtle and then sometimes it's very like, you know, almost slapstick. Yeah. Know, but then it's back to these like kind of more subtle little jokes, like, little jokes that are... Yeah. Well, you had to throw in the slapstick because it would just be too cerebral after For that. For sure. You know? Yeah. And... Like, I love cerebral humor, and I love puns and wordplays and innuendos and all that, but, yes. like, like seeing <laughs> Tobias as Mrs. Featherbottom yeah. just crashing oh, through a table yeah. is just the funniest thing in yeah. the world yeah. after. Well, know. it's interesting, because it's, like, Tobias and Buster are both, like, comic relief characters yeah like comedy, it's crazy i know yeah. like you have like two of them that are just like you know like absurd slapstick yeah um, sort of humor and like and the rest of them are hilarious in their own right but then you have these like very and well, like they're supposed to be the normal people and they're supposed yeah, to be the crazy ones um, but they're all like, crazy they're all yeah. crazy yeah. yeah which makes it fantastic yeah but tobias i Who's your favorite character? I loved him. Who's your favorite like character? Oh, that's a good question. And Buster. I love Buster. He's cute. Oh, he's my favorite character. <laughs> I actually think it's maybe. I think maybe? like if I was going to I like maybe. I love maybe too, but like she doesn't make me like break out laughing. If I found yeah. a character that was most relatable, I'd pick me. <laughs> yeah, okay. But like break out laughing. Wait, wait, you think the the character that tricked a production like a production company to become what a producer right now marry me marry. I'm, like, I'm pretending to be like a lawyer in, in my job right now <laughs> for a television network i won't name you yes. <laughs> okay. 
just said her full name. Your full name. Uh, <laughs> now you're in trouble. No. Now you're in trouble. <laughs> wait, so so wait, what's your favorite character then? Um, I thought about this. Um, I like I like Job. I like Job mm. because you're um, the same person. Well. <laughs> I am similar to, similar to Joe. <laughs> I don't treat anything <laughs> seriously. Yeah. I, okay. Any character that is part magician for some reason, yeah. I have an affinity towards. <laughs> and anything. I don't what, know why. What other characters I, I really, are part magician? In I'm what? really afraid that there's like a dove in like your pocket somewhere <laughs> that I should just be watching out for. And flying well, out where me. is there other part magician characters? It's like what are anyone who thinks like who, magic is who a cool are these people? Things. Okay, like um, okay, there's uh, Barney, Howard, from... and Big Bang Theory. How, okay, not, I don't really care for Howard. Come on, I'm sorry. It's my guilty pleasure, and I'm just gonna talk about it. It was fine. Well, I gotta watch it. Don't say it. You gotta watch it. <laughs> because gotta... I love it. Uh-huh. But, um... Tune well, in. So you, so you love there. the illusions? Okay, the fact that he calls them illusions yeah. and the tricks or things That's that women do part, for, yeah. for money. Money, yeah. <laughs> when that came by, like I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was one of those things, those subtle things that I didn't notice. Oh, I love that part. And then all of a sudden I realized that. Uh, it's just... What else would a like like a rich playboy who has no discernible skills focus on? Being his, a magician. His segue. The segue. <laughs> that was an amazing addition to it. Just having the segue. Mm-hmm. Just, and the fact he's always seems to be in sandals for some, some reason. reason. Yeah. yeah. It just so happens to be. The funniest thing with that segue though was when they were on the construction site and he comes to visit Michael <laughs> and he can't get over like this little hump of dirt and it's like 10 minutes just like trying to maneuver yeah. correctly and he refuses to get off of it. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do this on this segue. There's no walking involved. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. But I, I, that, I, one, of the things I <laughs> one of the things I appreciate about that show is that those characters are so solid that throughout the three seasons, he never, like, betrays that character. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. always true to that. It's like a lot of other shows, it's like after a couple seasons, it's like, now they're into this, or they've become like this, or they're suddenly they're addicted to drugs, and it's just, like, so ridiculous, but yeah. it's always, like, the show is ridiculous, but the characters are so true Stay to themselves the that you mm. that you connect with it. Yeah. you're like multiple Lindsay seasons. is a vapid rich girl who likes to go shopping yeah and that's what she continues yeah. to do throughout the whole show and know? I mean I didn't watch the newer seasons but I tried to watch yeah. the first episode or two and I mean I didn't connect in to it in the same way and, mm-hmm. and I'm, I mean there's a few different diff- differences to like the format and how it was yeah everything and also just maybe there was just not the same consistency with the characters you know like uh, I, I actually think the consistency was there. It had to so? do with the format of how they did the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It was season four, four. right? Uh, where each episode focused on the story of a specific person. And then yeah. to get some of the jokes, you had to watch four or five episodes. So then by the time you got to the joke, it just died. Right. Because you're just like, yeah, what? It doesn't, work. 
It didn't work. And that was one of the reasons why they had to go back and re-edit the show, which I still haven't watched. Yeah. I I probably will think the the season is hilarious now if they edited it the same way they've edited the first three seasons. Yeah. But them, like, I know they tried to do it that way so that people don't have to worry about, you know, watching it in order if you miss an episode, whatever. Yeah. But it just doesn't work. Like, the way the characters are. Well, I mean, the the editing of the first three seasons is so like vital to what that show is, is. like oh you yeah know, it's yeah. just like i don't know like how do you it's like go um, in a different direction yeah, it's just like not true to the show yeah well like i do remember like in the dvd extra commentary mm-hmm. they were talking about yeah like they have no idea they're filming this the scripts make no sense until they see the final product like oh no okay. way because and also, without hearing Ron Howard just piecing, weaving all of the scenes together, mm-hmm. just alone, each scene, back to back to back, makes no sense. Oh, okay. So it purely is the editing and the little callbacks and the little, um, when I say callbacks, I mean like when they interject random scenes in the middle or yeah. whatever they have yeah. to do. And then mm-hmm. they always do the thing at the end, which is like on the next, next. episode, which doesn't happen in the next episode. Which is so it's just like yeah. so brilliant. important yeah. to like understanding the series. But if you yeah. didn't hear that part of it, it's kind of like, it's what lost. the hell is happening in this show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was saying how this is totally a final product show. There's no way they could do it without everything being put together. Mm-hmm. Like even in the editing room, it wasn't that planned. Yeah. Until it's all together. Yeah. Now, with Netflix, I thought, you have to see it as a whole, as a season. Like, mm-hmm. it's a grand experiment that they tried, and I guess ultimately failed, because it isn't as funny. Mm-hmm. But um, I respect it, the idea of what sure. they did, because you're not supposed to see it. You're supposed to see it as 10, 12 episodes, I don't know what it is, of as one giant but that's work. so hard to do it with is. a half hour comedy because you're can't. tuning in mm-hmm. to kind of be able to like kind of watch and then tune in later no. and like mm-hmm. whatever. But then when you have to like be so invested to paying attention to the whole season and piecing oh, sure. it all together mm-hmm. and not getting a laugh until the end is like, that's, it's, you know. Yeah, it's true. Lot. Some of them were like a huge just build up to the very end of yeah. the last three episodes of that season. Quote, yeah. Quote. Mm-hmm. And it's, I did watch the the, the recut one. Yeah. It is a bit better, but it's just not the same because, honestly, it's what makes the show great is the ensemble mm-hmm. and having all of them on oh, the screen they just, interacting yeah, there's together. just like so yeah, much chemistry together exactly. for these yeah. characters. Which I get because they couldn't afford it at the time mm-hmm. and no one wanted to take the pay cut because everyone's careers skyrocketed. Oh, for out sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they couldn't afford getting them all together, so yeah. they tried to do something and experimented a little bit with the whole Netflix sort of yeah, format, format. Yeah. and I applaud them for that, but um, for sure, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the combination of seeing every person on the screen, like, in Lucille's family room, mm-hmm. yeah. just clapping, acting like jackasses and saying yeah. random things. Yeah. And you miss that. Yeah. And you need that. And you yeah. do need that. Yeah. So vitally important. That was a lot of the... Like, yeah, that chemistry is one of the things that made yeah. everything work. Like, just For having... Sure. But, yeah, like, that fourth season was a lot of them on their own doing... Like, each person doing something on their, yeah. by yeah. themselves. And you're just yeah. like, this is not... Yeah, and they do that, like, a little bit throughout, like, 
the other seasons, but it's like within an episode, just like mm. a short period of it, like doing yeah, like something yeah. on their own. But for the most part, it's like They're that together. builds up to something they do together, and that's where the final lash is. Yeah. Like you know, it's like they they like there's that episode where like Michael like uh, checks out, you know, and he's like not involved. Mm-hmm with the family anymore and then he they all go off to do their own things and like Buster gets enlisted in the army and all these different things happen. <laughs> yeah. You know but like a lot happens in three hours. There's like so much happening and it's just like but they're all each kind of on their own having to deal with things. But then the final like like the build up is when they're all in the hospital and they think their dad's dead and like yeah. you know they all like <laughs> it's so ridiculous because they're all like what am I saying and like you know it's just like so absurd but like it all builds up to that where they're together and that's where all the laughs are yeah. even though it's like this and the, almost tragic thing that's yeah. happened but like that's where the like real mm-hmm. laughs well, are. <laughs> the literal doctor kind of messed up yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that no, was, that was the previous Tra- one. Tra- okay, that was the previous Tobias one. Tobias was uh, no, no, blue. No, that's he looks like he's dead. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. looks like he's dead. And yeah. then the other doctor, I don't remember what he said for. No, for he Michael kept saying literal things like, "Oh, you have an infection, blah blah blah. We have to do another surgery." Then he come out of surgery. He's like, "We." So you have this abscess now, but we also think we forgot something inside of you, so we're gonna have to do another surgery. So like he was straight, but he was a horrible doctor. No, that was actually the replacement doctor that they had. They had the voice of Homer Simpson, Dave Castanella. Oh, that's right. Jump in because Michael did not want the literal doctor to oh. because he was he really hated Glad him. You're here, Julie. Yeah. That's, what I, <laughs> that's what you're here for. That's what you're here for. Yeah. No, the literal doctor would do stuff like when. When Buster lost his hand, mm-hmm. he's all right. Oh, yes, that guy. He's okay. missing his arm, his left hand. <laughs> he's missing his left hand, so he's all oh, right. right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't understand why you guys are so happy about this. He's lost his hand. And he's like, but you said he was all right. And then Michael was like, what did he say? He's like, you really need to let him finish talking. <laughs> okay, my favorite part, for some reason, with that little scene you're talking about, it, episode 201, was when yeah yeah <laughs> sorry <what>? yikes <laughs> Julian how much Wikipedia did you uh, yeah. today I was busy at that bar <laughs> you went to the bathroom I just absorbed all of Wikipedia so then it was for some reason um Job called um George Big Bear nothing's gonna stop that old bear yeah and then oh it wasn't George someone said that and then Buster was like. Hey, you know, we're calling him Bear, Big Bear. And he's like, he's not going to get the honey this time. Like, it was this random joke that had nothing to do with anything before, <laughs> but they all just started playing off each other. Like, I'm sure it's ad-libbed at this point. At this, yeah. And then they're like, and then Michael stepped in and like, he didn't do any of that. <laughs> like, don't worry, none of that has to do. Okay, I don't think that's 201. I think that's the last episode of, the second, the second season, I think. Yeah, I don't think that's okay. 201. Being on 205. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. I, I'm, I apologize, because in the last episode of the second season, when Lindsay and uh, uh, Joe were discussing about the bee business. Oh, beads? No, beads. Beads? Beads. 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 I, don't, I don't think that's on board. Okay. <laughs> it was that joke, and then that led to the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
part of that one big bear That was the greatest thing. Uh, I, that part with the when she comes up with beads and he's like, bees, and it's like 10 minutes. It's just like one of those scenes where it's, it's a little too long, then it gets longer, and then it gets funny again. You know what oh, I mean? I love... It's amazing. I love those. Yeah. Those are fantastic. So, scenes that beat a dead horse, those are great. And they did it so well. They That's did so jokes true. like that so well. Yeah. yeah. The like timing's always really good, and like the build-up, they're just like... like... Like one joke they did was they pretended... Um, they, they did that... Um, when George Michael was filming, um, he filmed for his, uh, he was running for class president. Oh, his, like, sword? Well, that, that was on the same tape. Oh, the, the oh, him, yeah. like, turning off the lights? Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. did the ad on the tape. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it cut put, to... Then it cut to that because they couldn't find another tape. Yeah. And then throughout the rest of the series, every time they played anything on a video cassette it cut to that would yeah. cut to it and they would be like over and over again like yeah. we've seen this joke over and over again but like it's still funny, yeah, it's it's still funny. <laughs> every time it happens you're just like this is amazing yeah. <laughs> and then even said near the end like why can't we just get another tape they're not that hard to do like <laughs> it's just that nobody thinks about it until they need one and they're just like well we have this one and yeah. done right that's mm-hmm. it uh they're hilarious though i find it uh I don't even know how they came up with even the storylines for some of these episodes. Yeah, I mean, the concept itself of the show. Yeah. Like, what What are you pitching exactly <laughs> here? You're like, it's a family of assholes. <laughs> Rich assholes. Oh, and people that aren't, love that. That, that aren't relatable. Yeah. <laughs> well, they even pointed that out. Yeah. They tried to be more relatable in the third season during the Save Our Blutes episode. Yeah. SOBs. <laughs> They're yes. like, we gotta play more believable, quote unquote. They mm. would drop lines like that because they were trying to literally save the show to the audience at yeah. the point. And then the even even what's his face? Um Ron Howard would say, Please tell your friends to watch Arrested Development. They just <laughs> went all in and just said that over the air. Yeah. And at that point they were joking around like maybe we're gonna move to uh, the home buyers association. I mean, home buyers ownership. Oh, you mean HBO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might move. This <laughs> <laughs> was during the time when they were like, oh, they were negotiating. Yeah, they're trying just, to find money, and they were just like, oh, like they they made jokes like that all over the third season. Yeah. Like there was even like a there's a whole thing about uh, Carl Weathers eating at Burger King all the time. Yes, there was that one too, and, and I was that. just like, what? Oh, I get the joke. You're great. I like it. This uh, is awesome. They even made things. They're just like. Um, we were going to make 24 houses, but we had to cut it down to 18. Yeah. Making jokes about Episode <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then, like, even during the time, they're like, well, maybe we're not relatable. Maybe this is what it's supposed to be. No, we can figure this out. And they're just, I love that tongue. Like, they stopped yeah. caring, and they mm-hmm. just did whatever was funny and worked for the show. And it did work for the show. Yeah, like, and that's it, why we love it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's why I think critics like it, people, just general public people like it. I I don't think anybody who's the butt of the joke liked it. They're like, we see what you did that we don't like this. But (laughs) other than that, I think everything's great about it. What's your favorite episode? So I got to episode eight of season three. I think my favorite episode is season two. Actually, one of my, my 
favorite things that happens in the show was when they have the funeral for George Senior. That is, and they do at the end of it, and they do the spin around, and Joe falls out into the grave. That is honestly one of my favorites. I laughed so hard at that joke. It was ridiculous. Like it was. Oh my god, it was so ridiculous. Two hundred four. Good grief. Um. Okay, that also is one of my favorite episodes. Um, my favorite part was the um audio cue of whenever someone got sad the Snoopy. they played the Snoopy, Snoopy yeah. song and then they would someone would just <laughs> sulkingly and walk there's, out and then there was like a dog has with just like a like a wet okay that wasn't ours that was like garbage yeah that's a- uh for me, like the best part of that was when like uh, George Michael's like walking by and there's like a dog house and then there's just like a German Shepherd or something or a Golden Retriever just like yeah. lying on top Some of, of it, yeah. the dog. That house. was actually the first time they did that that um that gag. They did it the good, No, that was the first time that they did the oh, like the, the like the music and uh, everything where he's walking away. That was the first time and okay. he was the dog was on top of like the Snoopy, the Snoopy dog house. house. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. And then yeah. from that point on, it just show up ran- like that specific episode. It showed up like four yeah. or five times. Yeah. And then it just would randomly show yeah. up on other episodes, and it was great. And, and Michael's just like, "Oh, you broke up with her? Well, she wasn't right for us." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anne was one of my favorite jokes. Oh of yeah. The whole what, series. What is she funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they called her. Bad-looking girl, like it's just so. Like, these, these are the names that she she's been called. Of course, it's it's, it's her, of course. Yeah, uh, then she called her egg, plant, <laughs> and hog, yam, and Annette. Annette. Uh, and even like, even what? George Michael at one point was like, "Wait, a plant <laughs> <laughs> in Mexico." Like, um, and that's when, like, yeah, um, Michael calls her. Plant. Yeah, it's like come on, plants. Like, no, <laughs> I remember like the joke with Anne Hogg. Okay, wait, wait. Oh, there yeah, are a yeah. lot of good, um, like just throwaway jokes in the middle of all these egg things. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's Anne just eating an egg. You know, she would put a little mayonnaise on it and eat the whole thing. No, she puts the mayonnaise in her mouth. Oh, in her mouth. And then eats the egg. The whole thing. Yes. And then, and then, and then, and then Michael eventually is like, um, we'll call her egg. Yeah, we'll call. Well, he just was like, oh, like just. He doesn't even notice what she's doing. He doesn't even like, like factor in what she's actually doing. And then my favorite part is like, um, George Michael said, "Oh, I want to get her some diamonds." And then, uh, then Michael's like, "Oh, don't get her all dolled up for Easter." (laughs) After calling her egg, (laughs) they just threw that in there. I missed that one. (laughs) It just happened so subtly. Nobody that sticks again. at it, and it's just. Yeah, I great. remember first hearing that, and I just had to stop. Like I had to stop and watch. No, I love that. I love the like repeat jokes. It's like each character is like, you know, and then uh, George, like senior, is just like at the end, just like so she, she must be really funny or like whatever. <laughs> you know, and they just throw it in. It's like every character has said something Same. about this throughout very subtly, and then he's like, oh. She yeah, must be funny. Duh. Like you know, like, why else would he like her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is that she dumps him in the end, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and then she became third in an inner beauty pageant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It, and like the Maybe like the things to come up right? with was no, ridiculous. Um, it was 
Oh yeah, it was they maybe, gave it to maybe, maybe it was in the, the wheelchair. The, uh, yeah, she had the nose that Nicole Kidman had from she's the hour. Surely, yeah. right? Huh? Yeah, surely. Yeah. Oh, the and, opposite of maybe. Yeah. Yeah, surely. Yeah. And uh, that scene maybe. was weird too, because when they did the flashback of where the nose came from, Jamie Kennedy bought her the nose, and I was like, yeah. "What?" Yeah, they just threw it <laughs> in there. Boom! There you go. There's a there's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Cost him ten grand. It's fine. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love how like they had uh, Bob Einstein there, Super Dave, mm-hmm. to be the surrogate. Like, <laughs> yeah, of George Senior. Of George Senior. Like it was the most ridiculous concept ever. Yeah. Just. A guy with a mouthpiece and a and camera a hat. and yeah. a hat for George Sr. because he just didn't want to be there. My favorite part of that is when uh, George fires him and he's arguing with himself in the mirror. Because <laughs> he's saying everything George says, then he's got to like argue with that. And I'm just like, oh my god. And they just walk away. And I think like Michael and Lucille are having another discussion over here. But you can still hear him in the background arguing with himself. <laughs> it's like, you guys are great. You guys are amazing. Love it. And I guess, like, he's like, I got time from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'll just Let's do this. I'll just do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be just like Johnny Depp and just take the lines right in his ear, too. Exactly. So. Jason Bateman looks so fucking young on this. <laughs> Holy so, fuck. Yeah. The, when I watched the first episode, Even I'm between, like, like season... Look, look between even season one and season three. Like, <laughs> fuck. He's like another man. Yeah, look at, oh, look at George Michael. <laughs> well, for sure. But he was a kid, right? I mean, he was already an adult. And now, like, Jason Bateman now, he's like an old man. But still, like, attractive. But still attractive. I'd still, yeah. I'd, I'd still, you know, get in there. Like, Michael Sarah, those first couple episodes and stuff. Yeah, he's a baby. Well, we can go through, so we can just go through the three seasons. So, because. <sighs> it'll, <laughs> it'll be fine, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. Back to season one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so the thing is with these seasons, they progressively get shorter and, like, drastically shorter yeah. every yeah. season. And. Like, it blew my mind, as we've mentioned before, how long the first season is compared to the third season. And then by the time it gets to Netflix, I think it's like 10 episodes a season or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Because um, the first season, like any, back in the day, back in network television. Like, Days, You yeah. had to have a certain amount of episodes. It's just 22 episodes the first season. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. just how long seasons were because they yeah. didn't have three seasons of stuff Mm -hmm. they only had two you know like most of the year like Mm -hmm. from from february sorry from uh, september on and then whatever short rerun thing in the summer no they they always had the fall break because it's over that christmas holiday it was like three weeks and then it'd come back like to like hoopla like oh my god we're returning and then during the summer, it was like a month and a half, two months, you were off, yeah. but then everything got was on TV. I don't think network television's changed any. I think it's been pretty much the same. Is it? No, no I don't no, even think that's that shorter. much. No, we have shows that are done by like March. Yeah. Now, by, For sure. By January. Like, but not, have to, new but not comedies. No, I think so. They bring in, yeah, because they, they have the, what is it what is it called in fall? Where they have, like, the fall preview? Yeah. yeah. And they have, like, it's, like, 
four weeks or six weeks where it's just all new stuff. Like, yeah, new, for sure. All new shows, and like 90% of them get canceled, and then the old stuff comes back. But the old stuff comes back, and those seasons are long, and they stretch throughout the whole season. There's lots Not, of breaks, though. There are breaks, yeah. Don't Tons get me wrong. Of breaks. For sure, but I'm saying they return after the breaks. It's all I'm saying. It's like the same, like, there's always been those breaks, and there's still those mm-hmm. breaks. But I also think, I still think those seasons are still a lot shorter than they used to be. I think so. Yeah. No, no, they are, except for very network sort of stalwarts, like Big Bang, like, they have a lot. Mm-hmm. Or things like that. Like Goldbergs. Goldbergs, or whatever, like, but this has a storyline that goes... Yeah, this is a top... This is a this tough is, one. Yeah. yeah, this isn't... I mean, it's more like The Office. They kind of run in order a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, because there's definitely like a certain point where you get to an episode and you're just like, shit, I have to watch the previous two yeah. to understand what's happening here. Oh, 100%. This yeah. show, yeah. Um, it uh, rewarded loyal viewers. Oh, mm. yeah. Which mm-hmm. I love. Yeah. Because that's how I eat up a show. Yeah. I, I am one to like like a show than just well because it's more intelligent well that's true and just like the all the callbacks all Mm -hmm. the beyond the show jokes like like i said before like um when they replaced henry winkler with uh, scott baio yeah Mm -hmm. uh that's a recall to their old show of happy days Mm -hmm. you know yeah and stuff like that. Like, just yeah. the, the funny, more invested you are in the show. But it's yeah. A, yeah, The it's, funny thing is, is until you mentioned that earlier, I didn't even realize the connection between this and Happy Days in oh. reference to that. Yeah. Like, it just, it, just, it just didn't trigger anything. But as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There, yeah, I, I mean, like. there's a lot of subtle things in the show that I think rewards someone that sticks around. And also, yeah. mm-hmm. like, it's that, it's, there's, like, an intelligence to this show that maybe yeah. like I don't know some other comedies mm-hmm. lack which is why it has such a strong cult call following, following yeah. yeah but I think like calling back to like the callbacks to happy days yeah because don't they actually physically jump the sharp shark in Arrested Development as well at they some point yes they yeah it's not sure. within these three ep- these three seasons but it's is it season four, season five? No, no, no. No, it's it, like it's season it. three, I think. Yeah. Is it? Oh, I didn't yeah, get that far. Damn it. Later. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't either, but I remember it. And so I know it's not right? in the new season. Henry Winkler legitimately jumps over a shark. <laughs> and they make sure you see it. He like jumps over it. Like, okay. And then like, you know what I mean? Like they make sure you know he did that. Yeah. Like maybe as like a passive year, like what was that? Like, you know, you don't even register it. Mm-hmm. But like it happens, yeah. I remember the first time I like I saw that part and I was just like, he jumped the shark. I get it. <laughs> but a lot of people don't even understand where that idiom comes from, and the fact that if you know where that idiom comes from, then you see Harry Wrinkler do it in the show. It's just like level on level on level. Yeah, it's amazing for sure. I w- I love those. I love callbacks. Like they had callbacks to. Um... Like, I remember when they, uh, I think it was the second season, when Michael, they were looking up a secret sister that mm-hmm. Michael might have had, a Nellie, 
and they actually it ended up being Michael's sorry the actor oh that's Jason in season Bateman. that's in season three that's in season three yeah and it's just Teen Bateman just shows up Teen Bateman, yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah, and it's his actual sister in real life, yeah. but they're dating on the show. Yeah, so they bring it's it weird, up, yeah. and it's like, oh, I just know you so well. It's like we've like known each other all of our lives. <laughs> like, they would do those little things, and then finally, when he actually like talks about, oh, he doesn't know he's she's a hooker either. Yes, like she doesn't know she's a call girl. Yeah, she he just assumes she's the mysterious Nelly that signed <laughs> that signed it. Um, and then when they finally like reveal it, they're like, "Ooh, you're like my brother? Gross!" Like mm. she would say that. <laughs> like I love that. And yeah. you have to know the show. You have to know the actors. Yeah, yeah. you have to know their history to get some of the jokes as yeah. well, and in, in everything. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, it was so good. I know those. It's great. Those things, <laughs> like just. Yeah. Actually, the funny thing, after we record this, I probably will still finish season three. Just yeah, to be like, I'm gonna finish. I have it too, done I, it. I've been wanting to do that for probably like the last five or six years. I've been yeah. wanting yeah. to like rewatch it, but like I know once I start, I'm not gonna be able to stop. And there's so many other TV shows out there that I haven't watched, and then you know, yeah. like, and it's like, but this like pushed me to like start, to start rewatching it, yeah. them, and I'm like. Oh, I want to rewatch those episodes because I kind of forgot about that mm. that you're talking about, and I'm like, I want to go back because this show for me was like just one of the laugh best. out loud funny. Mm. I remember watching it like I was, I guess, in university when it came out, mm-hmm. and like watching it while I was at work. I like had a what? late, I had a late, <laughs> late night job because I was in university, but yeah. then I was like, I was working as a janitor, and there was like this cafeteria type mm-hmm. area that I'd go to have like dinner like an early dinner at by myself because there's no one else there because I worked mm-hmm. like a late shift so I'd be in the cafeteria by myself and there was the tv and I'd watch Arrested mm-hmm. Development yeah and I would just like sit there like laughing so loud that it was like echoing down like the hallway <laughs> the empty hallway just, like, yeah. I just found it so funny and there's so few shows that make me laugh like outwardly yeah. like that mm-hmm. so so, so side note, I'm like, this is the first time I ever heard that you were a janitor in university, which let me tell you, I find interesting. I was a but like, I'm always <laughs> curious, especially, especially people who get to be in places that are like, usually have lots of people in, but then are devoid of people. Yeah, those are my favorite. Places. What is the what is the weirdest <laughs> thing or the most interesting thing that happened while you were doing that? Oh, uh, so. So I was a janitor, like summer student janitor at Transit in their like head office building. So it's like before I've ever worked in an office before. And now I've worked in an office for like 12 years. Uh, So like, you know, whatever, everyday staff. But that was like my first introduction to like office working. And Mm -hmm. I was responsible for like cleaning the offices, emptying garbage cans, like whatever. But I'd be there late at night. So, like, I would start at, like, 4 p.m. and have that overlap with people who worked there for about an hour. Then they would go home. And then I had the offices to myself till, like, 11, 11.30 at night. Mm-hmm. I remember this man who had his own office. He was, like, either a manager or a director or whatever. And he would work late. And one day, like, he wore, like, nice suit, tie every day, like... You know, like he made money, like he's a government worker. I got paid good money to be this summer student. So like yeah. he probably made a lot of money. But like 
one night I was working and it was later in the evening and I went to like clean like a bathroom or whatever that's what I did and I went back to go into like my janitor closet and he was stealing toilet paper or like paper towel or what? something from I feel like it was toilet paper from like the janitor like closet so like he's like wearing like a suit and a tie and he had his own office like he was just like a well put together man and then he's like stealing toilet paper and then he was like he made up some weird excuse about why he was in my like closet you know (laughs) (laughs) so awkward but Um, i was like okay well you can't take that stuff like yeah He's a regular Carl Weathers. He was. <laughs> that, that is very accurate. That is very accurate. Well, at least so. you didn't have to work in the banana stand, so it's fine. There's always money in the banana stand. There's always money. Unless you set it on fire. Until you burn it down. Just letting you know. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the only job I haven't had is working in a banana stand. <laughs> that I could just, be next. Can I just say one of my favorite jokes in this show is when Michael... Okay, Job was asking for the Job, which is a two a, sticks, two bananas. Double dip. Double dip. And double the, the nuts. On double it. the nuts. Yeah. Michael goes, double sticks, double nuts? What is this, Mardi Gras? <laughs> 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 and then, I, like, I couldn't stop. I'm like, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes. Actually, one of my favorite jokes is actually a, a visual gag, because there's the um, there's the episode where um, uh, George Michael he's in the banana stand in the banana suit. Yeah. No, or is it Job? Or but he takes off a layer, That's like Job. and it's yeah. So it's Job. Sorry, and he throws like the banana peel outside, <laughs> and then Lucille comes with the car, and the car starts slide like sliding. It can't stop, yeah. it can't stop because Classic. of the banana peel, and I was like, that is such a hilarious, <laughs> subtle reference. Well, it's not even that subtle, but like it's a, it's, it's, a, a, it's so overt. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's a crazy <laughs> shot that they did that we all know everyone's banana <laughs> peels. <laughs> so they've been building that up for like a it's season like and a half. half. Yeah, before. that yeah. was the afternoon delight episode, which is one of my favorite episodes. God. That's and a good one too. <laughs> I love how in that episode they all realize what the song. Yeah. Is. They're like, yeah, you know, the tune, it's so, like, innocent and light, but I didn't realize the lyrics were so graphic. And then they keep doing it within, like, familial pairs. Yes. And then, which leads to the incest jokes, which are hilarious, I'm sorry. Like, this show leaned in on incest jokes, which... Real hard. Real hard, which is quick, because they don't do that anywhere else. Mm. And they've done it so many different ways with, um... The obvious being George Michael and maybe... Yeah, but then there's um, maybe and Steve Holt because she's trying to get away from George Michael. (laughs) And then they're like, no, like, because apparently George Michael and maybe aren't technically cousins, but, you know, her and Steve Holt really are cousins and, like, it's a whole thing and... (laughs) Okay, that that leads to another, um, one of my favorite throwaway jokes. Yeah. Um... 
George Michael was figuring that out. He was trying to figure out whether um, maybe with his biological cousin. Mm-hmm. So then he asks Job one time, oh, do you remember when Aunt Lindsay was pregnant? And he's like, yeah, yeah, dozens of times. <laughs> then, he, then he kind <laughs> of walks by, and they don't mention it, they just <laughs> move on. Yeah, I remember that one, I totally remember, because I, I missed half the episode laughing at them because I don't think I ever picked up on that one before. <laughs> that is awful. It's awful but it's hilarious awful at the same time. Another awful but hilarious joke I remember. Now I'm just saying jokes that I remember <laughs> was when Michael was asking Tobias about his uh, marriage problems with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, so how is the marriage going? Um, Tobias says, well, like, it was working it out, but then 9-11 happened, and that didn't help. And then he moves on the top. And they just drop a 9-11 joke and yeah. just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Moving past it. What? I, I, no one gave a shot of 9 Like, no one touched no, it. No. Yeah. Nobody touched it. But it was just this tiny little, like, we understand, you know. Yeah. Like, it's a thing that happened. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. And... I forget what it was, but one of the episodes I watched recently with, like, Tobias, he, like, says, because he always says everything out of context, but he yes. says, like, blow me, and then, yeah. like, but, like, Michael's in the hospital, and they think Tobias is dead, and Lindsay's, like, what were his last words, and he's, like, I just blew myself. So, oh, I just blew myself. myself. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he stops, myself. and he just thinks for a second, he's, he's like, like, something really, it was very sweet, <laughs> and then I was just, like, I blew my. And then he, they, they think he's dead. But. Yeah. I loved in the second season whenever he painted himself blue because mm. he wanted to be part of the blue man group, which the, how they got into that was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a he blue was, man. Yeah, he he's was depressed. He wanted to meet <laughs> other, other depressed blue, Other blue yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. He got across. And then the whole season, you would see... Um, just marks of blue all over oh, the yeah. house. Oh, yeah. Just, like, and subtly it, in the back. Tell you it actually goes into season three. Oh, yeah. does it? Yeah, in certain scenes, you'll it's, still see blue hand marks. It's, it's, it's hilarious. hilarious. It's amazing it's how hilarious. they just build and yeah. continue. And, but that's the thing. In season show. three as well, he goes, he be, he he he's trying to become a therapist again, or yeah. a now-rapist again. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes to a group of blue men and it's actually like a a group of, like a a therapy session but he's painted himself blue and he gets up behind like the the podium and he's just like I've just made an ass of myself or something and he just like walks I've made away a huge mistake yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I like the fact that they brought him like that confusion yeah. of blue men back around yeah. but yeah. in completely yeah. opposite sure. way yeah. you know and they, yeah. they don't they don't for like the show doesn't forget doesn't things forget. like that no it doesn't like, forget even the, the, these like run-on jokes just like go on through all the seasons which is mm-hmm. like 
I don't know. I don't know that there's any comedy that's like kept that up in like a successful way. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so okay, so or, like the a whole like I've made a huge mistake thing, which is like just kept going. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. running on through all of the season, yeah. and it's always like dead on each time. It's just like so funny. It's just so, like each character does it, and it's just like yeah. So so talking about like random like callbacks to stuff, yeah. right? So we were talking about the Snoopy music before, and the yeah. first time it happens, you actually, like, see the Snoopy in the background and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of secrets. Was that the happened. blah, 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 or no, the no, blah, no. blah? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, so there's a scene where George Sr. in Mexico gets bad news, and he walks away, and there's a Snoopy yeah. music. <laughs> yes. But on the wall in the background, hold on, is written a number, it says P2252, right? And I'm like, that has to be a reference to something. So I start Googling and searching everything, and I find an interview with, of course I didn't write down who the interview was with, but it was one of the the show showrunners at the time. And the guy was just like, seriously, that number meant nothing. Like, it means absolutely nothing. Screw you, nothing. showrunner. Right? You gotta mean yeah. something. So, but the thing is, what they did is the fact that fans and stuff kept asking, like, what does that mean? What is this yeah, reference? Yeah. People Everyone kept looking for like, this reference. Yeah. So what they did was, when season three came back, they made that number the code to his ankle bracelet. Oh, so then it oh. could mean something. But people are just like, oh, they planned this all along. They didn't. It was just like... Yeah. People want it to mean something, so we made it mean something. Yeah. That's all it was. That's awesome. That's and I thought that was hilarious. You yeah. know, I thought that was great. Because some set designer was just like, you know, let's yeah. spray paint some stuff on a wall. and I, I mean, something. too, like, the, the first season of this, I don't know what year was that, that that came out. But, like, the internet was still, like, not that it was, like, early internet, but, like, the whole, like, social networking people communicating as fans on the internet was pretty early it's mm. pretty early in that sort of in that whole thing whole thing where it's like you can start to like actually interact with your fans in a way that you couldn't before mm-hmm. and people were starting you know like facebook i think yeah. came out around that time and no like facebook having... came out in two, like for mass consumption came out 2006 2007 okay, i have no point then. yeah <laughs> no, 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 but how were no, they communicating these no, things no, they, yeah. it was like a conspiracy no but they had like, they had message boards yeah they had, for sure you know, on, yeah i mean there was like yeah stuff. i mean there's there like those groups there. and stuff or yeah. i mean even where what was it like um that movie Blair Witch mm-hmm. like you know that was like way before even this where it was like an inter the first like internet kind of like sensation yeah. where people were going yeah, on all that these ruined a trip and, like, for me and my friends I was really ruined, pissed off about it were you going to that forest where it was shot no we were going to that forest <laughs> me and my friends we had like ruined it we had planned it like we were going to go camping oh, right okay. yeah that we ruined wanted it. to go off that for a weekend it. yeah and then like, because it became such a viral viral sensation yeah. before viral sensations yeah. was a thing, even my parents knew about it. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't even realize it was a movie. They didn't even realize whatever. They're just like, did you hear we don't about know these children? Blah, 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 oh, blah. Yeah. And they're like, you can't go on this trip because yeah. people are disappearing. And I was just like, yeah. what the? Oh, it's yeah. a movie. Oh, What's yeah. wrong with oh, you? Yeah. yeah, we had to cancel everything. Uh, we were just like, we bought tents. We bought sleeping yeah. bags. We bought food and all that kind of yeah. stuff we were just like then we just had a barbecue at somebody's house it was fine but Crazy. still i think it worked out for you <laughs> i 
love barbecues. <laughs> barbecues are delicious. Yeah. But yeah, but, but no, yeah, for sure. But that was when the internet was kind of doing this thing with like television and film that never happened before. It was an early experiment. Like, this, mm-hmm. yeah. like where you were able to comment on things and make it go viral in a way that made it seem more real than ever before and the Blair Wish thing I remember that mm-hmm. that summer you know my brother talking about it because he was definitely more on the internet than I was because he was older than me and you know and like telling me about this thing and like I'm like you know was creeped out by it mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like we were like we spent our entire summer at the cottage you know yeah. which is like when you don't want to hear about how there's like witches that are like <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know and if you, uh, if you see like these little yeah. stick figures right I, I slept in a trailer every night in the middle of the wilderness so it was just like <laughs> that's him really real to me <laughs> uh, so I remember that and and around this time too which I was a little bit older and in university at this time, but definitely, like, you know, uh, I think that the internet played a big part in that, and this was very early on in those days, prior mm. to Facebook, which some of your listeners may not even remember. That is absolutely true. I correct, definitely though. work with some people that yeah. wouldn't remember those days. <laughs> that pre, pre-Facebook pre days. Yeah, I was actually talking to um, one of my co-workers today, and she's like, I learned how to read with um, reading the Harry Potter books. And I'm just like, thanks for making me feel old. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Because yeah. I, was I was working in a university when, like, those books were coming out. And I was yeah. just like, fucking hell. Yeah. Jesus. How young are you? She couldn't read anything else, just Harry Potter. Well, she jumped right into that. Like, she didn't read, like, you know, Dr. Seuss or something. Well, I'm assuming it was one of those things where it's like, that was like her, you know, sixth grade level. We're going to read this now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think, like, when you're talking about uh, older shows like this, it's like, it's an important puzzle piece to discuss, like, that social aspect where okay. shows today like a new show like game of thrones like it's just like there's a wikipedia page like Mm. there's an arrested development page now that julian can reference but like at that time it didn't exist it's not like you could go online at that time and know these subtle things or you know oh i'm sure i'm sure that this was the only way to have a community to talk about arrested development because i knew when this came out None of my friends or family watched this. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think at that time in my life, TV was almost, like, made me unique. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I watched TV shows that other people didn't watch. And that Mm -hmm. was what was unique about me. And, like, as an adult, there's no such thing. Like, there's no such thing. Everybody watches the the same thing that I watch. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But, like, at that time, like, I didn't have friends that were watching Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. No, I had no one to talk I, to. I didn't have anybody. Did I, I was alone in a cafeteria yeah. watching this show, laughing my ass off as yeah. a janitor. Yeah. My life is very different than the life <laughs> I live today. That you were living uh, at the time. But yeah. I wish I was living my life again. It was amazing. Like, that was, you know. How Empty old. rooms laughing out yeah. loud. Yeah. And now I eat lunch at a desk and watch Temptation. <laughs> <laughs> And that's my life. That sounds pretty similar. Actually. <laughs> it's all gone in a full circle. And I make a lot more money than I did. As well. Which is probably the upside to all of it. The upside. The upside. But I don't feel unique. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. There was something about this show that I, I didn't know anybody else that was like, or at least as into it as I was or mm-hmm. cared about it. And I kind of felt like it was my thing. Yeah. It's a unique show. And I did, I remember, I remember trying to get my friends into it. Mm-hmm. And you would start with, I didn't know what episode to start with. There's always ones that are probably good to start off. Mm-hmm. The, so I tried with the first episode. I remember at like a party I put it. But on. I think this is a, a show where you have to start with the first episode, or else you don't understand the yeah it's dynamics. A hundred percent. But they already were dropping two incest stories in the first episode. They were. Were they as yeah. that offensive for the friends? No. Well, have? well, they talked about maybe and George Michael. Yeah. Well, what was the other Michael. one? Oh. Um, Already at this point, um, uh, Buster was in love with Lucille. Lucille too? Incest. No, wow, Lucille. the mother. What? Yes. The mother. No, no the that's, mother. no, there's, that's, that's, that, that's a, a weird, I don't know that. Oedipus yeah, complex thing. Yeah. yeah. But that's not. I don't think that's incest. That's not incest. That's just like a wanna, like, weird mama's boy weirdness. All right. Obsession. But like, yeah. I get it though. Like yeah. It was but yeah, all, I mean, you, you like your friends are like, well, what is that? I guess they were just like they didn't like listen to the subtleties. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not comedy I mean? to them. Like, yeah, it wasn't because yeah. nothing is overt. Like the yeah. best jokes are these subtle jokes that are thrown in. Yeah, like I remember the first time they laughed was in the very first episode when Tobias Booth. Was dressed like a pirate. pirate yeah, because he is that comic relief, like exactly, like slapstick, like yeah, mm-hmm. like anyone's gonna laugh at that. And that was like the payoff at yeah. that. But there was yeah. a whole setup. There was a oh, huge, yeah. huge setup, setup yeah. for that, and which I love in this show. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best shows I think that sets it all up with storylines that have that seemingly have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, and then it all comes together in the end. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, one episode, I remember, I think it's in the third season. I guess I don't remember it very well. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it was one <laughs> where the climax of it was uh, Tobias dressed as a mole. <laughs> yeah. destroying, That's third season, yes. Destroying houses from far away. But there was actually right at like the a time as Japanese investors yeah. were inspecting the house. They were trying to trick Japanese investors mm-hmm. and they did it because they put it far away. It was but then Tobias came in dressed like a mole mm-hmm. and destroyed it like Godzilla. So okay, so I'm I'm going to clarify that. So this was like I think this is episode six of season three, if I remember correctly, because I wa- this is one of the episodes I watched yesterday. Okay. So it's, it's it's like six or something like that, five or six. And uh, so what happened was Japanese investors were coming, but technically they weren't allowed to sell any property or anything like that. Yeah. And there was a whole thing about um, Michael trying to get a gift for George Michael and... Um, Oh, he got the train set. And he got the train set. Yeah. That was the houses that were, quote unquote, in the distance. Yeah. Right? And then there was a, a thing that George Sr. ordered that was like a jetpack or whatever. Yeah. But the gifts, the gifts got switched, right? Because George Michael wanted the train set, but they just wanted something fun. Yeah. Like, like someone, but, but someone told 
Michael, oh, we probably should get him something fun. Yes. And so they. Though it's the girlfriend. It was oh, the uh, what, yeah. what's her face? Yes. Uh, yeah. Charlize Theron's character or whatever. Get him something yes, fun. Yes, yes. Because I think for his birthday, he gave him, like, a suit and, like, uh, like tax suit. software or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, this is amazing. It's, it's like, like, no, we're going to get you something fun. But the thing is, Job got the train set and George Michael got the the jetpack oh, instead. And um, Steve Holt, who is trying to build up a, a father-son relationship with with Job mm -hmm. thought they should put it together, but at that time Job thought he was supposed to put it together with his own dad, with George. Yeah. And then <laughs> the thing is, but the the George who was using the circuit at the time was actually <laughs> was actually Buster. Yeah. <laughs> there was a like the, the thing is, is if you explain these episodes to people, they're like that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make. Any but sense. how they put the stories together in the actual yeah. show you're just like this is genius like yeah. this is amazing they were trying to figure out who the mole was in, <laughs> throughout, the episode, in, throughout the episode and then tobias is wearing the because mole because to, tobias thought that uh, so the cia recruited tobias to be the mole but Tobias thought it was an audition and he had to be a mole. <laughs> I got a costume. And the thing is, is when he comes over and starts destroying the city in front of like these Japanese investors like he's Godzilla, <laughs> George Michael comes and he finally gets the jet pack working, flies in and takes down the mole. And it's just like, what is going on? I remember when I saw that the first time, I'm like, this is the craziest show on TV. <laughs> it really because is. Because it was on, you know, on regular TV. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> and this was, what, this was in the middle of, uh, like, the height of, like, Survivor and stuff. Yeah. Or just, like, one camera sitcoms where it was just, like, basic laugh track and all that kind oh, of stuff. And sure. then you had this where you're just like, oh, I have to think while I'm watching yeah. this and I actually have to pay yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so tightly written and so witty, even when it got absolutely ridiculous. It was fantastic. It is. From beginning to end. From beginning to end. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing I have to, now that I'm looking at these DVD sets, I highly, if you have a DVD player still, mm. and seem to seem to have... I have like a PS3. <laughs> that, that should work. It, but I'm missing like the HDMI cord to plug it into my oh, That's a problem. That's yes. a, that's a big I problem. To on it, I think. But then once you, <laughs> I absolutely recommend the audio commentary. But it's all... Oh, I guess they don't have that on Netflix. No, no. They don't. The thing is, the audio. Commentary... I also don't have legitimate DVDs. I don't think. I think mine are burnt. Uh, oh no! <laughs> my I I must have. I, I, I need to double to check that actually. Okay. Because I remember my brother gave me all of the seasons for Christmas one year when I was in university, but I feel like it was just like burnt. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. I mean, we were all in school at the time. Yeah, you're you're cutting corners. I get it. I and get it. we connected on the show, and then mm. I was just like, "Hey," and that was a good gift. But I feel like maybe it was just like burned copies, so it wouldn't have had the extra. Well, the thing is, when you listen to Those the other commentaries, it's all through the days. But that's the only way. But that's the only way you can watch it. <laughs> that's the only way you can watch school. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
my god. Yeah. What else were you gonna I do? That's like all that was all like the all the time at one point. Someone doing that high quality DVDs of my favorite show every episode is like the best gift you could get. <laughs> well, one thing about it though, what I'm saying is. I remember the audio commentary for that particular episode, the one with the, um, where all of that came together with mm-hmm. uh, George Michael with the jetpack and stuff like that. The thing is, when they do audio commentaries, they have not like one of them on. They have like eight of them on. Really? They all at the talk same time. at the same time. Wow. Like that one, you can't even hear the what's happening okay they're all talking about it you don't even know what's happening you don't know they're as excited as we are yeah Yeah. and they're just watching like oh he was really drunk for that or something like that and they're all talking over each other yeah and like i I feel like that's like um it's almost like uh like going away for like summer camp and then like trying to talk about it afterwards it's like they're Everybody's they had so much fun they don't even know like you know because you feel in. that you feel the chemistry between them oh, so like chemistry, talking yeah. about it after the fact must be really exciting mm-hmm. to like see how it came together and <laughs> yeah. then also be like you know at the at that point when they're probably doing those commentaries they weren't as big of actors as they are today so mm-hmm. to like go back you know, within a few months and being like, this show is like a huge success and like, this is what happened and this is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I, I feel like yeah. pretty great. Oh, they were yeah. totally yeah. super best friends. After yeah. This. Doing this, yeah. yeah. But you I mean, feel not that everybody. chemistry. You watch well, it. Not, not, not everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> Who wasn't? Uh, you didn't hear the story about like Jeffrey Tambor and... Oh, Tell me I about feel, it. I, I mean, really there's a story. I should, <laughs> I should know her name. And, uh, Jessica Walters. And Jessica Walters. Like, apparently, like, Jeffrey Tambor was real mean to her. Um, Does and he, he did... have some other things? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's one of the reasons why, like, Transparent, for example, got canceled. Is, like, they're just like, we don't want to work with you anymore. Because of his relationship with her? No. Well, it, it brought up a couple of things, okay. right? And then he was being an ass on that show as well to some of the actors that are there. Um, and then there was a whole thing with, who was it, Jason Bateman was defending Jeffrey Tambor. And yeah. So then there's like, there's like a, a souring happened because they did like, um, what was it, table read or the interviews and like all of them were on the stage. Yeah. And she just brought, like, they were talking and she was asked a question and she just brought up this story. And she was saying like, it was a long time ago and whatever, but it, it was clear that she still had an issue with it because she like oh, started to tear up and all that kind of stuff. And I think Jason Bateman was trying to, like, call, de- not really defend. I think he was just trying to, like, calm the situation. Get but in it, calming yeah. the situation, he was defending Jeffrey Tambor, kind of, like, minimizing the pain that she felt. Yeah. And it was just, it just came across as mean, you know? So I think there's a little bit of souring that happened after that. But, I mean, that's not going to be in commentaries from, like, especially no. these three seasons. No. no, no. Where I, it's... Yeah. You know, where it was, it wasn't too long after the things were filmed and they were like buddies and, you know, did that me have, too didn't happen as did, yet. Did that have shit, any you know? impact on the newer seasons? Um, they were debating whether they're going to include Jeffrey Tambor in season five oh, okay. on Netflix and they decided, yeah, we're going to roll with Well, them. it's a big deal if they take him out of it because the whole show really depends on his character. Well, like, like two well, characters. I mean... Two characters, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, keep, like, what was the brother's Oscar. name? Oscar. Oscar, yes, Oscar. So, 
The amount of time but then the Oscar also impersonates James. Oscar as, as himself. Which is just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That, and that's what makes this show great. It's just like, he's a guy, then he's got a twin brother, Oscar, who gets in trouble for, because people think he's George, but then he impersonates Oscar to take the place of George and yeah. Bo, and she's like, there's too many things are building on top of this, on top of this, on top of this, on top of this. Yeah. And it's crazy. That's why it's so funny. Apparently, um, the actor, Jeffrey Tambor, his character, George, was supposed to be almost written out after the first, after the pilot. He was supposed to get arrested and then supposed to focus on Michael and, like, everyone else. Oh, yeah. But... He did such a great job. They made sure they included him in jail. Yeah. And they just wrote him I, in. And I mean, some of those scenes are like... Were great. Yeah. Or like uh, when Lindsay shows up in prison wearing like the, the slut, slut shirt. <laughs> and she's just like, I just don't understand like, why they are not paying attention to me. And he's like, you're he's costing like, me so much money. money. <laughs> Get them to stop doing this. Like, please, you're killing <laughs> Uh, yeah, and she does like like the first time she shows up, she's like she's got her head covered, she got like a hat on, and she's like wearing this like old like yeah. this old dowdy thing. She goes back like, makeup done, yeah. hair done, sequins, and she's like sequins slut across her chest. She's like they won't even look at me. God damn it! And she goes back what four times or some nonsense. Yeah, she's like stop like, visiting yeah, me. Like this yeah. is just not. Yeah, this is not right. <laughs> she's like oh daddy. <laughs> I know, especially for like she's trying to portray that all she cares about is these um, social issues. Is she, oh yeah, but she also that. she was also going to prison because she's trying to prove to her dad that she was more than just looks. And then it was like, and then no one paid attention to her. She just freaks out, but she's like, the whole point was to prove her like intelligence <laughs> and like, yeah, it's amazing, it's fantastic. offensive. It's yeah. offensive. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, the funny thing is that there's there's so many technically offensive things in this show. Oh, oh yeah. So and um, actually, yeah. <laughs> we already brought this up about the third season, you know, Mr. Mr. F, F. Uh, which uh, comes across as like, because, uh, oh my God, I'm not good with names right now. Um, uh, Charlize Theron? Charlize Theron's character. Um, was... Which I am slow at looking at. For some, I'm not even going to try looking at because you're much faster than me for some reason. Um, Rita leads. Rita, yes. Right. So she's got this braces on that says MRF on it, and they think, because they're already looking for a character named Mr. F, yeah. that they think, she's like, oh, she's Mr. F. And no, it actually stands for mentally retarded female. <laughs> and as soon, as soon as they find out that that's what it is, they say the term retard so many times yeah. in yeah. that one episode. Well, and yeah. I was like, that's an episode that would never be made. I mean, no. yeah, it was definitely in the time. Yeah. Like, go back to those times, and that was a, mm. a free for all for sure. But the funny thing is, is like, that got me thinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, that wasn't offensive at the time. I'm like, but why? Because, A, that used to actually be a medical term. Yeah. You know? For sure. And then that got me, of course, into, like, this rabbit hole of, like, old medical terms that are now, like, inappropriate terms. Yeah. yeah. And things like idiot, imbecile, and moron yeah. used to be actual medical terms. Yeah. You know? It used to be levels of IQ. Yeah. Um, apparently, what is it? 
idiot was the lowest. Yeah. Where and moron was like the highest of the stupid people. Yeah. <laughs> Imbecile was in between. Yeah. And but then they replaced that to not be offensive with retard. Yeah. And I, which like, was like a replacement for stupid, which was like somewhere yeah. in between, or like yeah. you know, or silliness. Yeah, like, and I, I thought like, that stupid was silliness. hilarious. Yeah, like, I just well, also I mean, <laughs> I mean, Julian, who's our censorship expert, uh, where where would that lie in terms of television? Oh, we today don't, we don't let that on. That's the air. not on that the air. It would be bleeped would, or would be bleeped, yeah. yeah. Would it? Is, yeah. yeah. I'm no, I'm legitimately shocked that that would be bleeped. At least, yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's not don't okay. Like it. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it got added to our list. Though. I don't. Wow. Would that even show up in a show today, really? Because uh, I feel like it's such an offensive term now mm. that most producers or writers wouldn't include that in a show. Or if anyway. they did, they'd make a big deal about it. But maybe reality show, TV, right? someone might say it without thinking, and then we'd we bleep it. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I, like I. I understand it if it's a word, like, when it's said, somebody makes a big deal about it within, like, reality TV or TV show or whatever, but I never thought it'd be, it's at a level where it would be bleeped. Yeah, I think we're there. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty offensive, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say within probably the last 10 years, like, people have really, like, started to be, like... But, okay, so let me ask you a question about censorship then. Because there's a lot of shows on TV where I find the censorship odd. (laughs) Okay? So, for example... So, for example, there's there's shows where people will call someone an asshole, like a movie or something, but you bleep hole but leave ass, for example... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like you bleep that's a goddamn but you leave bitch in you know like and i i find i just find it weird okay so um okay one thing what we do is we don't like the word asshole okay but we're okay with other iterations of ass plus another like ass hat ass hat ass wipe mm-hmm. ass whatever okay we're okay with those but okay. the actual connection of asshole mm-hmm. is a no-go. And I get rid of the whole thing. I, okay. That's what I do. So not <laughs> just the whole, the whole no, thing. I get rid of the whole thing because mm. if you are, what's the offensive part of that? It's the, it's the ass part. Because if it's just the whole, the whole <laughs> could be, there's lots of holes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I come sure across are. holes not just the every ass. day. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, you didn't have to bleep it. So many holes. (laughs) No, we're not bleeping nothing. We're keeping all of this in. So many holes of different, different origins. Yeah. Yeah. So not limited to the ass. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So that's why. So, but I would get rid of the whole thing. Now, with the word bitch, it's kind of weird. We went with it being offensive to being. We stopped caring about it. Like it just kind of, and then. It just, it came back into it being offensive again. Okay. We've had sort of this wave with this, the ebb and flow with mm-hmm. the word bitch. And um, um, with the word bitch, we have a um, weird sort of relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Where for a while, we almost didn't care about it. Like, it came out and, like, we would point it out, but we would just not adjust anything because of it. 
Is it because, like, it became part of, like, idioms and just, like, random slang? Like, oh, bitch, please. And, oh, you're such a bitch. Oh, my God. So then it became, like, this kind of, like, fluffy word. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Because of its pervasive use, it was just so out there that, like, it just got added to everything. Like, it was fine. Mm-hmm. And then and then recently, people have been complaining about it, being the word being used. Mm-hmm. So we are relaxing on it. Like, we want to make sure we don't have that as yeah. much now. So you're, no, you're not relaxing on it. You're getting more strict. Oh, sorry, it. sorry. Yeah. We don't want that to happen. Yes. Anyhow. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the word retard, and I personally have a hard time even saying that. I don't mm-hmm. use that word at all. But, like, I feel like it's had the like opposite like there it, it went from being totally okay to being like not okay or yeah. it just kind of fluctuated and i don't know that mm. that word has like it's kind of just gone like on a steep oh yeah like people want it removed like, from, from the time of this show existing until now it's like it's so offensive mm-hmm. and then you kind of watch it in these like older shows and it's like Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> they get yeah. away with that, yeah. you know. But they, like, but one thing about the show is like you don't feel offended when they use it because they don't use it in a flippant way. They're like, "Oh, that girl's retarded." It's, yeah, it's no. They're like, "No, she has a condition, and she is." <laughs> but it makes it no. But it makes it less no. But it makes it less mean. You it, know what it, I mean? It's not as mean, but it's still jarring to hear. Oh yeah, yeah. the first time yeah. they said it, I was just like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that." Like that was, yeah. and that was one of the reason why I took the yeah. note about it because I was just like, "Oh." Yeah. But then it wasn't like overly like I was like every time they said it, I was just like, "Oh." But at the same time, it wasn't like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm watching this. This is so offensive." You know, like yeah. it didn't yeah. it didn't build up that like yeah. ranting anger. You yeah. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because of the way they used it, in it, they didn't use it in a derogatory manner. They used it in a matter of fact manner, if you know what I Which mean. Which was kind of funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was really... Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember the slow music was going, and George Michael was showing Michael the, the, the video of, uh, what was her name again? Rita. Rita. Eating the fruit. Eating the fake fruit. <laughs> like oh she eats the, well she's going in for a second one yeah and then george michael's like with the slow music happening i think she might be retarded <laughs> yeah. and like mm-hmm. like it was so it was funny yeah and it was obscene like oh it's yeah. crazy but like yeah, yeah like they but wouldn't write that they wouldn't and no they would no. never yeah, they write that now no now, sure. and then they went back they cut back to her eating the grapes She's like, he re- she really liked those. Because <laughs> 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 the grapes are always like that squishy plastic. And she have to ring in her mouth and just like, oh, pop out of her mouth and no. she throw them back in. I was like, don't laugh, Tracy, don't laugh. And I was like, <laughs> 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 you know, I'm a bad person. Yeah. People no, but bad. there's there's tons of offensive stuff. Like the, all of the Mexico scenes were pretty <laughs> <That was laughs> Like pretty, like rewatching that. From today's standards, it was like such a stereotype. Per, yeah. yeah, so many stereotypes, but also like the whole like the chicken thing. The chicken thing is so <laughs> good. It's just like, it's crazy. Just like, like, well, they're just so offended by this this chicken, chicken noise dance, yeah. that it's like so inherent to their culture that they would be offended. It's like what? Like mm. it's just so bizarre. And no, like, but I think it was it was more a reference to not. 
like Mexicans being offended by it, but the fact that they have this a lack of cultural knowledge that it, to them, because it doesn't offend them, why should it offend other people? And I'm going to do sure, whatever. For sure, but like then there's this fact that like like Mexican culture is so foreign to American culture that they like mm-hmm. that. Oh well, they would just be like offended. I don't know. It's just like it, it comes across very differently today than it did. The, that yeah, it, it was. I really laughed though when they were fake. They did a fake funeral for George Senior in Mexico, mm-hmm. and when the body fell, it was actually a pinata <laughs> filled with candy. Throughout the summer when I was working as a janitor, yeah, <laughs> to go back to my janitor thing. <laughs> but it was very show, like it was like six or seven p.m. watching reruns of that, and like you know, I don't know that it would be today. Like that seems pretty like unlikely. Oh, I remember that. I remember when it did air. It got into syndication somehow with such which is pretty episodes. like i'm really surprised it was in syndication yeah mm-hmm. i didn't get it like i applauded them I'm like, but it's wow. also like it's not like you can't just throw standalone episodes in there like what would we do with mm-hmm. this show today like you know what i mean you gotta air them in order you yeah. do they don't make sense otherwise you do mm-hmm. so like really like i don't, we wouldn't pick this up for syndication <laughs> you know like it's just like what do you do with those yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, if you yeah, always yeah. have to air it in order, like, that's a mess for a network. No, this is a very, yeah, this is a very unique show that, well, like, you have to really devote yourself to it in order to really get what all the jokes, jokes are. are. Yeah. Yeah. There's no and way. you also can't get all the jokes in one watch. And, no. and no matter how devoted you are, you have to watch this show. <laughs> Over and over again. What? It's, there's a stamp on it that says "Made in Canada" oh. on the DVDs, but I was just like, "Why? Or what? <laughs> Why is it made in Canada?" I yeah. like this quote on the season three DVD thing. Better than just about everything on TV by GQ magazine. <laughs> Sorry, that just threw me That's off. That's amazing. Um, can I ask, because I, I mean, I never really watched The Office until later on, mm-hmm. but, like, did they air that out of order? Like, did that go into, like, syndication, and then they just aired reruns and, like, whatever? I don't think, I don't think that's a show you can really air out of order that much, though. Yeah, I don't think so especially either, the first but there's so of... many episodes. Did they ever... Especially the first And it's a comedy. They, they aired it like in order but like yeah it was just come in and out of it yeah yeah they just do okay. it so yeah um, but the thing is about especially the american version is the first two seasons of the american version are almost exactly the same storyline as the uk one but the uk one ended after those two seasons 
and then they just went further. So if you see those first two seasons that are pretty much in order, like you need to watch those, everything after that, I don't think you need to watch in order. Well, I think with The Office, though, because of the setting and the plot behind it, like it's about, you know, just being bored at an office, a lot of the viewers can just... Understand be, that? Yeah, be they can find that very relatable. Mm. You know what I mean? I can find that very... This very is about a super rich family <laughs> who all of a sudden doesn't have any money, and they're trying through quick uh, get-rich-quick schemes to sort mm. of get back to getting mm. money. Yeah. But they're coming across, like, it is not relatable at all. So it's like 90% of the, yeah. Yeah, and so you can't just watch this without knowing the characters. Because let's just say I start from watching a random episode. There's a man dressed that's blue. There's a guy with a hook hand. (laughs) (laughs) He's at the beach yelling, Lucy, Lucille, Lucille. My mother doesn't tell me what to do anymore. <laughs> you know, you're just like, I'm not related. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can't. When you watch that your first episode, just watching. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, I don't even know what's I don't know what is happening yeah. here. Yeah. And it's true. And it's absolutely true. It's absolutely yeah. true. So, this, there's no way, like, any, like, there's no way this could have been a success unless you really got into got it. Into yeah, it. It's, yeah. A, it's a cult, sort of. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how they they did the, they made their following. I mean, season one, I don't even think had very good ratings, but no. they kept it on because of the cast pretty yeah. much. And then by the midway through season two, people were just like, "This is amazing! Why haven't we watched this before?" Yeah. And then oh, but because they had started losing their funding because there wasn't enough ratings, the yeah. next season got shorter, and then they got canceled. Yeah. And that's why it moved to Netflix. You know, like yeah. it was a big. But there was too big of a gap between that and Netflix. Oh, for sure. Well, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it had happened right away, I feel like they could have gotten a lot more seasons out of it. Out of it, yeah. Well, Netflix didn't happen right away. Netflix did not exist. I am aware of that. uh, (laughs) But it was like, kind of, Tracy was like, well, then it moved to Netflix. But it's like, there was a gap in there. And unfortunately, had that happened right away, I feel like... Maybe it would have been saved, you know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> it would have been saved. And also, all of them moved on to something else. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like, Damn they, them. Every single one of them moved on to something, something else. Yeah. yeah. And but nothing that great. That's great. Literally at the same time, it's like one, two, three, opposite thing. Yeah. Personally, I think the most <laughs> underrated person in the show is Portia de Rossi because. Um, well, not her specifically, but the show she did after this was a show called Better Off Ted. I love Better Off Ted. I loved that I show. I vaguely remember that show. I love that show. I think you're like the third person I know who actually knows that show. And that show... Explain the premise. The premise is, is this guy named Ted who works in a corporation. A um, huge corporation. corporation. Who can never do anything wrong. Like, the corporation can't do anything wrong. But the whole point is the corporation does everything wrong and he has to fix the issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they have episodes where they sent out a memo where they're supposed to say people mustn't swear, but it says people must swear. Right. So they spend the whole episode 
insulting each other, you know? Yeah. Or there's the episode where they, <laughs> to save money, they installed uh, motion detectors. <laughs> you know? And episode, it's the best episode! The best they, they install motion detectors, but the motion detectors, they're so cheap, they don't detect black people. Mm. So they hire white people <laughs> to follow black people. Because it's but cheaper than actually, actually fixing, fixing them. them. But the problem is, you can't just hire a bunch of white people. So they hire white people to follow black people. They oh, no sorry they hire black people to follow white people that they hire to follow black people and of course you can't just hire a bunch of black people and then they calculated how long it would take for them to hire the whole world and they're like no that's not cost effective so then they changed to motion detectors mm. and it's just so ridiculous like it's that's just these so ridiculous like, things yeah. life you know purpose. within it and it's <laughs> it's so well done like, I vaguely remember that so show. Good. Uh, know if i i feel like i probably did watch it but like an episode or something though mm-hmm. it seems so long ago did you have trouble seeing portia de rossi's new character like did you see it in the light of being Lindsay? no no you no. really well because my first interaction with portia de rossi was from ali field yeah, and she played this like obnoxious stoic character yeah but she was she had a little bit more flair on that show, but it was pretty much the same character in um, Better Off Ted. Yeah. And so that's what, like, I saw her character from Ally McBeal. Okay. I didn't see Lindsay, you know? When I saw her at Lindsay, that's when I was just like, what? You know, like, it was yeah. that kind of, like, reaction to it. Um, but yeah, like, I had no problem with her in Better Off Ted at all. Okay. Because, like, I got to know a lot of these actors through this show. Mm-hmm. And so that's how, that's all I saw from them yeah you know what i mean especially um uh michael sarah who was george michael mm-hmm. he, but he had done very little before he'd done very little and then yeah. the first thing he does like super bad yeah and i'm like oh that's just george michael just getting into <laughs> teenage ro- like you yeah. know shenanigans yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, like been, that. he's been pretty like i know he keeps trying to grow out of the george michael but oh. he pretty much everything he's done has been George Michael. That's ever who he since. is. That's, That's who, who he is. is. Yeah. And like, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I see all of them. Like, luckily mm-hmm. for um, Jessica Walter, her Lucille mm-hmm. character is very similar to the character in Archer. Yes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's, the, <laughs> it's the same character. It's the same character. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. And stuff like she that. She gets to swear more. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> but like, all of them, it's like, these... They were so good at defining their characters mm-hmm. that I like. I love them all, and that is who I saw them as. Yeah. So well, all these times, Will Arnett, I see him. He's just trying to be Joe, Joe. Mm-hmm. but a better, like you know, like in a different situation. But I love the fact that Amy Poehler shows up in the show. That too. was amazing. But isn't that is that how they met each other within the show, or no, did they I meet before so. that? No, they were already married by that time. Oh, okay. I was, I just wasn't sure. Like, I couldn't, I just couldn't remember. I didn't remember she was in the show in the first place. She had a suit. I don't remember that. (laughs) Yeah, because on a, he met. Oh, they were married briefly. And it was like, kind of like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a dare. Because they met each other in a bar. And then they started doing truth or dare. Right. They kept doing dare. So then they got married. Right. But. 
she left to do the seal deal before they consummated the marriage. I remember. So that. he wanted to get it annulled. And then he kept pretending that he had consummated the marriage. Yes. But he hadn't consummated the marriage. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And that's how, he, like, but in order to get it annulled, he had to admit mm. he yes, didn't have I sex with that. her. Yeah. But he didn't because he's <laughs> Joe. <Jeez>, Joe. <laughs> he's he Joe. ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of great. Didn't like, he have sex with Anne? Isn't there like in season three season where three, he yeah, like yeah. has some relationship with Anne? And yeah. that's after the pageant. And that is. Inner beauty pageant. Yes. <laughs> the inner... Yeah, the last episode I watched was the episode where I think no, there's one episode after that. But like Anne won the inner beauty she pageant. Third, actually. Huh? She was third. She Bob, was third. She Bob, did not win. Blah blah blah's daughter. daughter was second. Mm-hmm. Cause she had it going on in the physical department as yeah. well. Surely. Surely. AK. Yeah, was first. Maybe. Was number one. <laughs> maybe. In is a, surely in a wheelchair. really the, the opposite of maybe? Because well, wouldn't it surely character. be the opposite of like definitely not? Yeah, but definitely not. not a name. Mm-hmm. That, that's a hard joke yeah. to drop. <laughs> Maybe the name is not a name. That is true. I'll give you that. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Fine, fine, fine. Yes. <laughs> Ignore my what I think is hilarious. And that's my middle name. Shirley. Shirley? Shirley. What? That's why I relate to Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say Shirley, you must be kidding. You'd be like, I am yes. kidding. <laughs> Always you kidding. You can't. You can never say, "Don't call me Shirley." Oh my god, that's amazing. I do sometimes because it's funny. <laughs> and then people are just like, "I don't get your joke." <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you bring out all of airplanes. <laughs> she just starts talking jive out of nowhere. You're just like, "What?" He's like, "Let, let me blow up the autopilot." <laughs> <laughs> giant joke like seriously (laughs) (laughs) i mean either everything i take is is say is is taken out of context and they're just like fuck are you talking about or i like fall on my face slapstick style so it's fine so it's it's not true i've never seen you fall on your face i have this like no i think i think that whole like i have this thorough fear that i'm gonna fall all the time but I think Isn't that, that George Michael who has like the fears of underachieving or screwing up? Like that's where you maybe fall. I'm George. It's George Michael and Tobias then. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know the Tobias thing, Tracy. You're gonna have to explain more. <laughs> no, but I think I think a lot of the things I say, I I don't say them right, and people take them out of context, right? And I know <laughs> Tobias always says everything so that it, it sounds like. 
Like, he's queer. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I just say things that people are just like, she's an idiot. I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm actually kind of true. intelligent. Um, intelligent. But, like, I think the falling fear goes back to, like, high school and stuff. I was very klutzy. And we had, like, a group of friends where, like, my friend Sarah, for example, always spilled something on herself. That's the thing that she did. Whatever she had in her, it could be water, it could be juice, it could be whatever. Yeah. Some of it would end up on oh, her yeah. body that, at some that point. That sounds like me. I just, <laughs> I just fell down a lot. There was a thing. And I think as I got older, of course I got more stable because my, you know, I got used to, you know, being an adult or having an adult body or whatever. But I still have that. Like, after high school. After high school, yes. <laughs> um, but like, but what I'm saying is like, you I still have it. that like, I always think I'm like, it's cold outside, it's icy, I'm like, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall, yeah. like I'm gonna fall, you know, yeah. that's all I keep thinking. Yeah. So. I think I, you're a George and Michael. I'm There's a, a lot of anxiety there about things that like. <laughs> Well, apparently it's like the the intelligence is there, but then there's like this anxiety that doesn't necessarily line up about like how other people are like perceiving. Yeah. Oh, okay. If 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 you think that I'm gonna take it, I feel like that's a pseudo compliment, and I'm gonna accept it. I don't know. I I I've never thought of you as like a klutz in the I don't know nine years I've known you. Oh my god, has it been that long? I don't know. But like, (laughs) God knows. But like, in that time, I don't know that I've ever been like out of our group of friends. Like, Tracy's the klutz. Like, I thought I was the klutz because I literally spilled stuff on myself. I'm going to tell you this right now. I work really hard at that. Oh, good. Because I don't. And I've just (laughs) been going with it. Wait, so wait, what characters do you guys most relate to then? You go. Um, I don't want to say it, but Job. <laughs> like, 100%. Is it because it's the final countdown all the time and you're just going to do some magic? I us? love that song. I, if yeah. I had to, like, sit here and you'd be like, you know, private room, like, Temptation Island, and you, like, talk secrets about people, and Tracy was like, what character is Job? I'd pick Joe. Yeah. I would pick Joe a hundred and twenty percent like in all the way. Juliet is Joe. Um okay, one thing. Uh like Joe, I think I'm probably more competent than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like have like sort of a small ego which is like Sorry, no, no, Joe, Joe does not have a small ego. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just trying to relate here. Okay. They all have egos, but Joe has... Okay, Joe has a humongous ego. I don't think it's at that level, mm-hmm. but I do think I could magic my way out of anything mm-hmm. when really Michael was doing all the hard work behind me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you just show up and take credit. Is that that's oh, what I'm, I'm very okay with that. <laughs> There's gonna be an amazing podcast. Yeah, it's all I'm here. Yeah. Oh god, wow. yeah. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not magic. It's an illusion. <laughs> I also like pageantry. <laughs> Just, I would love if every day, like, okay, there's that episode where he's doing magic in the workplace. Yes. Where okay. he's trying to make money while at work. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> Joe, that is. 
working. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. And then he's just like trying to figure out just how to make every day just more crazy. Yeah. And stuff like that. And he has all the answers for that. And it just ruins everyone's time around them. I do that all the time. Okay. But I think it's just hilarious if, like, <laughs> I do something that I think is amusing and mm. <laughs> I don't care regardless, regardless of what consequences. You're like, I think it's hilarious. It's happening. Yes. This that, is the thing. That, I would do that and I would jump all, like, all in on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, so wait. Jump. So, your joke. So, Jamie, what about you? Um, I think... The character I find most relatable is maybe. Okay. Uh, I guess, like, from one standpoint, she's kind of, like, this character who, like, to cause, like, trouble and, like, (laughs) have fun and just, like, do whatever without consequences, Mm -hmm. but she also just, like, disappears really quickly when there are consequences. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I have to admit, I kind of agree with that because I have spent many a night hanging out with Jamie over here, and we have had some interesting adventures. Uh, But, yeah, she runs away as soon as, like, oh, something's going to happen. I got to go. I got to go. Time to go. Yeah. But then also she, like, she also pretends, like, she wants to, like, get out of her family, but then she also values it in this other way when, yeah. like, she thought maybe there was, like, this possibility she might be, like, adopted or mm-hmm. whatever. She was just, like, clinging to, like, well, I need, like, this family. Mm-hmm. And I think I do that with my family a bit. I'm, like, have this, like, sort of, like, push away. Like, I don't need you, whatever. But yeah. then I'm, like, oh, no, but I do. <laughs> but, you know, you know what's funny about maybes? I find that she seems to be the sort of like the antithesis of Michael and it's like she has the brains and she has the ability and the want to leave the family yeah but she uses her quote-unquote powers for evil where he uses powers (laughs) for good you know what I mean yeah like it's they, they they are both the same way but both of them use their abilities in completely different ways so very similar to my family. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so then... Oh, well, I'm not going to ask you that. Uh, Trevor is probably the, the Michael in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely the maybe. <laughs> oh, definitely all in maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yes. But I'll get out as quickly as I can. <laughs> I'll share this with Trevor. <laughs> I will... Him a personal email, like Trevor. Oh, yeah. Don't ask me how I hunted down this email address, but you need to listen to this. Love you. Done. Also, <laughs> send him the Christmas episode because oh, you talked about well. like Santa. Wow. He yeah. Emails. He doesn't even need. He's <laughs> like he's he's there. He knows about he all knows of this. It's fine. He he'd probably be more offended that you send that to anyone else. It's like him. He'd be like, okay, but I keep this, and you don't share it with anyone. <laughs> Um, well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I just love the random visual gags that they have in this show. Mm. Um, like, I'm just right now staring at the box art from this uh, DVD, and it's it's the, the stair car. The fact oh, the stair car is great. that <laughs> there is a stair car and they can't seem to get around 
it. Mm-hmm. The there's no other vehicle. There's no other thing. No, there's George Senior's car. Wow. There yeah. is. And then you can... But there's the what the um what is Buster goes to the dig and there's like a like a skeleton yeah. or a giant rock in the back seat so nobody gets in the back seat the whole time. Yeah. There's a, there can only be two people in that car at any point in time. Yeah, yeah and And then Michael like hit his peg against it and then like <laughs> His mom pulled him into the driver's seat and made it look like he caused the accident. Because the mom didn't want him to be against her like everyone else. That's fair. But then he's like, just be nice. (laughs) And she's like, I can't, I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's also relatable. Uh (laughs) Maybe I'm the mom in this movie. (laughs) I could see that happening. But I also love the fact that they, like, throughout the whole show, they have two people with the exact same name, Lucille. Yeah. And it's, like, Lucille and Lucille 2. <laughs> yeah. And then the funny thing is that Lucille 2 disappears for a while, but they make references to her later on. Yeah. And they just write up and say, Lucille 2. And you're just like, wait, I haven't seen her for, like, a half a season. What's going on? I also like they don't bother to know her name. You know what I mean? She's just Lucille too. Yes. Oh yeah. There's there's no reason to know anything else about her. You can't call her her last name or anything. It's just Lucille too. Done. That that's everything. Because they're like social like at odds with each other. They're like in competition, right? But they're like I think they're one of the earliest uh, like frenemies. Like yeah, I mean you're talking about like 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 rich people who are like socialites and like. They're, like, completely at odds with one another mm-hmm. in some ways, but then also, like, best friends and others, which, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of playing to that, like, social class that, like, you can't connect with you in can't, this no. show, and then, well, it's Lucille, yeah. too. You don't even have to name her, because you're not going to associate yeah. with her anyway. Like, you know, like, it's yeah. just so distant from yeah. the people well, that I are mean, watching this show. Exactly. Like, well, I mean, with Janitor us, like, random, quote-unquote, regular poor people sure yeah. like you don't like somebody you just go the other way you're just like fuck off yeah, whatever yeah. but when you're rich yeah you got to keep these these socialites and these people with money close by yeah. in case yeah. you like, know like lucille and lucy lucille too were best friends but all they wanted to do was screw each other <laughs> yeah like let's renovate our apartments in order to like make sure they get less room yeah let's um Point out your dead husband, you know what I mean? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like my husband's in jail, but he's coming home, but yours is dead. Yeah. (laughs) There were some brutal ones in there. But they say it in this like respectful almost way, like so politely, but you know, Mm -hmm. it's dead. And also like it's just like plays to this like social classes. That also plays to another like um there was an episode, I don't remember which one, but um Job accidentally, as a joke, act, um, worked as a waiter. And then mm-hmm. he was hitting on all the people at the club, at the country club. Lucille, his mom, never looks his, her waiters in the eye. Mm-hmm. And then so when she's hitting, he's hitting on her, she doesn't pay attention and whatever. And eventually they realize that, like, who, like who's interacting. He's offended that like you know oh my god it's my mom and she's like oh my god you're being a waiter yeah (laughs) yeah and then just the whole thing of you know 
the class difference, like we never look at the help or we, that like being the help is fun. Oh, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the only way that joke there, comes There's up, also comes away. that No, that's not the only time that's, that, that's well, not the only time. Yeah. I mean, no, no, like, no. But that's how the joke works. There is yeah. also that scene where it was like that, where the episode where uh, Michael accidentally abducts <laughs> like <laughs> lady yeah. and then like uh, Lucille was like something along the lines of like What'd she say? The cleaning lady was like taking her like dress or something yeah. to get cleaned, and she and then Michael was gonna follow her, and she says to her, she's like, "Be careful with that. It's worth more than your house." And then she like turns to Michael, and she's like, "She doesn't even have a house." <laughs> and it's just like this like clear like divide. Yeah. And then he but, goes and like abducts her because he can't tell the difference between the two Spanish. And that's funny because, and the reason why that's funny is because Michael believes that he's like, no, I see everybody. Yeah, I see everybody. I'm I'm not racist. But I'm like, but him picking up the wrong person, it's clear that he's like, you don't know what your maid is, like who your maid is. You don't know what she looks like. You don't even know what her name is. Because he, like when he picks her up, he's just like, hey, get in the car. Let's go. He never <laughs> calls her by her name or anything. Yeah, yeah. He goes through the whole drive. He thinks he's like above everybody car. else, but he's just as bad. He's, he's just, just like, as he's bad as the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the most quote unquote sensible person. Yeah. But he's definitely not anywhere yeah. above them in any way, shape, or form. You know what I no, mean? No, not at all. So, no. yeah, they, they like to. Remind, like I like the yeah. fact that they remind the audience that, like, no, he's just—he's a rich kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no matter what he says, he's, he's a rich he's kid. He's trying to organize his family, who's like fallen apart as a result of losing all of their money. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to, like, you know, fix that. But yeah. like, it doesn't take away from the fact that he's just a rich kid, kid. that never had. He's always had money, so he doesn't. He know doesn't know else. what it's like to actually not have money yeah for sure yeah and i I mean anybody who has like a spanish maid in the u.s probably doesn't know that kind of thing (laughs) can i just say two jokes of like class warfare kind of jokes sure love it from the show one was when they were trying to spare this is a good grief episode Mm. there were the flashbacks of buster they're trying to they're trying to spare him from finding out about George Sr.'s death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because remember what happened last time mm-hmm. when his, like, bird... <laughs> his, got, bird his, his bird... bird <laughs> his bird landed but, in the maid's hair yeah. when she went outside and flew yeah. away. Yeah. Yes. So then he took her the dustbuster and threw it against the, the bus <laughs> thinking he ruined her favorite toy right. against her, like... Favorite, her car. Uh, her car. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, because even before that, they're like, uh, he destroyed the kitchen because he oh, thought that was her, her home, home or yeah, something. I know. Yes. I thought was <laughs> he, he wore like Job's uh, stripper, you know? Yeah. Instead of, because he didn't actually join the army, so he didn't have army clothes, so he just wore like a stripper uniform. Right, yeah. And he's like, well, I didn't know strippers wore clothes, and then she was like, just and, he said, and he just like rips off all of his clothes at once. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, the second class warfare joke that I loved 
was honestly, it was when Lucille was like, you're yelling at Job for like taking an extra banana. What are they like ten dollars? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And then that one lasted way beyond the show. Yeah. Like, people are still using that as memes right now. Yeah. For yeah, like yeah. how much is a banana? Ten dollars. Yeah. It's for yeah. it's for people who just like they're just out of touch. You're just yeah. like, of course a banana's not ten dollars. What the? What is wrong with you? Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause she she doesn't have to pay for anything. She's she's one of those people who's always walked into stores or you know had somebody go buy something for her yeah. or whatever. She doesn't look at price tags. She doesn't yeah. look at discounts or sales or whatever. She's just like, I want that. I want that. I want yeah. that. Get it. Doesn't matter how yeah. it happens. We're getting this. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. But I think like I mean going back to like one of the amazing things about this show is that like it always plays back to that and the characters always stay in character and there's always these lines or these gags that happen to these characters to keep them keep that identity real Mm -hmm. versus like other shows where it's just like they try to maintain this long-standing comedy and then it's like you know even like the office as an example and it's like is jim cheating on Pam and he goes off because he gets this other job and then you know like Pam yeah. starts seeing the cameraman and it's like this is so out of character for them yeah and this comedy has been stretched out too far mm. but with like arrested development it's always maintaining that character mm. within those gags and the office lost that they couldn't maintain no, but, the gag mm. and keep them in character they had to invent new oh, yeah. gags yeah. that took them out of character yeah and this show maintained it not to say that it was as long running as the office yeah you yeah. know but like throughout and that's what made it amazing was like these small little things that kept them in character but mm. were still hilarious but personally i think that's part of one of the the deep jokes of Arrested Development. I mean, the concept of Arrested Development is that you are a person who is stuck in a very specific place and yeah. you do not grow, right? Yeah. yeah. And within the show, That's these important. people, these people, they don't learn any lessons. They don't change in any way. Yeah. They don't evolve. They don't become better they don't but become worse that's why the simpsons are still in the air no, the like you know what i mean garbage now. i get it <laughs> but like they're still in character whereas no, i think actually tell you the truth if you watch early episodes of the simpsons and episodes of i made simpsons that now, i don't actually know i assume okay. they're still somewhat in character yeah and they haven't diverged too far mm-hmm. from what they originally were but maybe they are maybe that's why no one's yeah. watching anymore i don't know but like i do feel like for for a comedy to succeed, and maybe that's why The Simpsons are succeeding now, is like, is to maintain that like mm-hmm. core, to to find a way to keep the gags going around those core characters. Because yeah. as soon as you change those characters, it's no no longer the same show, and people are gonna mm-hmm. lose interest because they may as well tune into the next comedy with no, but, a new set of yeah. characters. But I think there's a difference between your character evolving, like you know, like you're going through these scenarios, you've learned lessons, so you've you've changed or improved or whatever. I think there's that yeah. compared to going something against their moral fiber. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And a lot of shows 
like get those two things confused. They're yeah. just like, oh no, he's evolved, so he'll cheat on his wife. No, yeah. that goes against his moral no, it fiber. Goes against, and yeah. that's the character difference. I've invested in. That, yeah. And I mean, a lot of comedies out that are too long running mm-hmm. fall into that trap because yeah. they're yeah. trying to invent. Because they they try new. to yeah they want to be like oh we have to do something else now so yeah. Yeah. let's just they do run this. out of ideas yeah and really they should just like sum it up and yeah. get it over with but like yeah I mean this show was it was short lived mm-hmm. and really like had it been five six consecutive seasons maybe we wouldn't talk about it as this you know intensely because really it would have fallen off because they try to reinvent themselves or do what they did with season four or whatever and it would have lost that like following Mm -hmm. um but i think i think that's why it's so strong it's because it's be so true to those characters Mm -hmm. through all of the seasons while like inventing storylines around those characters mm-hmm. that fit them so well to make it so funny but that's what i think i think that's the thing that's the joke like that's, that's the joke of it is the yeah. fact that no these people they're not gonna learn lessons no they're not gonna evolve they're not gonna yeah. do yeah. anything else they're like and you don't want in them the first to. episode they're this person in the last episode yeah. they're exactly but this i think person. I, I don't know i feel like that's almost that's what i want from a comedy like i don't want them to evolve i want it to be familiar and i want it to mm-hmm. you know to be in this era where you're watching one episode per week versus binging it mm-hmm. you know we're in a different era today but at this time it was like i want to tune in each week i yeah. want them to be the same mm-hmm. i want there to be a crazy storyline around what they're doing yeah. but essentially i want to have the same character i don't want it to be a new character yeah. in the next I don't want Lindsay to be somebody else the next yeah. week. Like, it doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But one thing I, like, like you brought up is the fact that we're in different areas of, like, TV yeah. and film and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And especially when it comes to binge-watching, the creation of the stories and how they are within the show, yeah. because they don't depend on ad breaks, the story is actually told in a completely different way. And sure. if you watch these three seasons... They do, there There are even jokes around ads yeah. that are within yeah, the sure. show, oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, and sure. because the show is built in this very specific way, and I think in maybe 10, 15 years, people, uh, reach, they'll watch the show and be like, what, why is this whining out here? What is he talking about here? Yeah. Like, yeah. they're going to miss those jokes because they're like, I don't know what ads are, For sure. quote unquote. E- even the know? format of a 30-minute comedy binge watched is awkward it's weird yes it is it is it's weird and most shows that i watch that i'm binge watching or i'm watching on netflix or whatever aren't comedies they're not 30 minute Mm -hmm. comedies no so i i'm not i don't want to go as far to say that this will be dead i don't know that the 30 minute format will be dead but Mm -hmm. i think it needs to evolve in a way that people can binge watch it because i binge watch arrested development in a way because i watched it before and there's nostalgia mm-hmm. yeah and i watch i i've been re-watching the office because of nostalgia but i can't think of the last 30 minute comedy i've binge watched that's brand new that's true like i don't i don't have one yeah i don't really i think 
all of the shows that I rewatch for nostalgia or just like, you know, like you always have that show that you put on because you're doing something, it's background yeah. noise. Yeah. Like I put on Scrubs all the time, for example, oh, I because love I love Scrubs, but it's one of those shows where I can just have it in the background while I'm doing, you know, cleaning the place or cooking or just yeah. some kind of random yeah. thing. And I'm like, you know, in like the bathroom scrubbing the toilet. And scrubbing. <laughs> And like I'm already giggling because I I remember what happened in the yeah. scene, but I can't like but it's like with like you said I can't even think of something that's made within the last like four or five years that I can do that with you know yeah. like that '70s show is another show that I do that with because yeah. it just yeah. it's just on yeah and it's nostalgia but yeah most other shows I'm just like. You know, like, yeah. it's just this other... Or yeah, I mean, it's a tough or... thing. I remember a friend of mine in my first year of university saying there's no classic cinema that's being produced today. Yeah, so there's Right? There is, right? Yeah. But, like, at the time, I was like, oh, like, I was trying to think about that. And I was like, is anything that's being produced today going to be considered classic? And I had a tough time thinking about that. And maybe it's the same thing with TV. It's like mm. today things are being produced and we're not thinking about it in the same way. But at the same time, things have really changed with people having access to more entertainment than ever before. Yeah. And I don't know that like newer generations who have grown up with having access to content in this way look at things as nostalgic as we do I, I don't know yeah. and only time will tell mm -hmm. whether whatever show whatever is I don't even know what comedy is like yeah. a, um, a young millennial watching right what? now what, about no, I don't, what is that <laughs> I don't um, know. so like are they watching <laughs> something that 10 15 20 years from now they're gonna look back on and be like yeah. You know, the way we look back on this show and be like, I need to rewatch these episodes. Probably. Mm -hmm. Probably. I just, I, I mean, I just don't know. But I think any kind of media, it's one of those things that once, when you're experiencing it, unless it's like a world, like an overall clearly world event, like the moon landing or the Berlin Wall coming down or, or yeah. something like that, yeah. most things don't seem as, like, as you know, changing as you think it is. But then 10 years later or 20 years later, there's some kind of retrospective that comes up and you're just like, oh yeah. my God, yeah, this influenced this and, and this made this happen. Yeah, and, and so blah, much blah, blah, of blah. it is like, you know, from your own perspective. Your own view. It's your own you view. know, like mm -hmm. what, when my friend and I were having that conversation our, our first year of university, that was the year Kill Bill came out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what about that? That and first, she, that first and movie. That first movie. And yeah. she was like, oh, I don't think that's going to be a classic. And I was like, I kind of feel like this is going to be a classic. And how many times have I rewatched that movie? Yeah. Even in the last six months? Like, <laughs> a lot. A lot. Well, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies, like, probably of all time. Yeah. I love that first movie, and I love the second as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I mean, when you're in it, it's so hard to tell. Yeah. It's also hard to tell what another generation is identifying with. And as platforms are changing even faster than they were at that time, mm -hmm. like it's changing every day right yeah. now, it's really hard to predict. Yeah, the, the thing is, is that I think 
especially with the current generation or generations that are growing up right now, is that compared to our growing up, it there's no forced consumption. You yeah. don't have to listen to like listen to whatever's on the radio. You don't have to watch whatever's on TV. No, you can physically you, you put yourself in like a hole you get and just like you. I want to listen, watch this, and I want to listen yeah. to this, and I don't have to pay any, to anything yeah. else. But and also, you're not paying attention to anything, anything in else. particular. Yeah, it's like now content, like you want to call it television content. Uh, viewed on different platforms is that's like taking up so much of my time mm-hmm. like at the, any time before like I look back at uh, the last 15 years of my life and now is when I consume more content than I've ever consumed ever ever mm-hmm. like I am constantly watching content yeah. no. no but no but that's the thing like since I was about 12 or 13 always watching tv yeah. always watching movies. Well, i have always never i i was watching a lot of tv but never to the point where i am always well, watching tv like i literally watch tv from the moment i get home to the time i go to bed like well, i was never yeah. like that well right now ad access free, just content access to content is easier than ever because not only is it at our fingertips with like Netflix or like whatever, like ads we, oh, sorry, whatever like apps we can access, like websites or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's also all of our stuff is portable too. Yes. So yeah, we can bring me. like an iPad or a laptop wherever we are. Oh, yeah. And you I know? can download it on my phone. So when I'm on the TTC on my way to work, I'm watching content. Yeah, exactly. So it is easier to consume things. But sure. I, I, but I am. I'm taking there's, there's just generally more. There's just so much content being made. Oh, of course. And you it's know? so accessible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. There's so much content accessible now. We're consuming more content than ever. We're mm. consuming a lot less 30 minute format comedies. Well, the thing is with 30 minute format comedies is the fact that. 30-minute formats were usually 22 minutes. Yeah. But now we're getting a full 30 minutes. But what, it, what is it, though? They don't... They I don't, don't have an example of even that. Well, well if you watch an any example? TV show that's on Netflix, like, like, I, like for example, the other day I watched... Um, it's not a... I mean, there is comedy elements to it, but it's more than that. But 30 like, minutes? I watched Russian Doll the other day. Is that 30 minutes? No. I think... Thirty minutes. Is it thirty minutes? I think so. No. I tell you the truth. When I was watching, I didn't really check the timing. I, I know. know. Isn't that sure. more like a drama? Well, it's like it's like the Emmys themselves define comedy to be have to be thirty minutes, right? Because they, Do they? Th- yeah, because things like uh, Orange Is the New Black and Nurse Jackie were winning comedy awards, mm-hmm. whereas other ones were left in the dust so they made sure comedies have to be 30 minutes that doesn't make any sense no i though. know but those, that makes in order no to sense. save like other, a like genre to, to like... award other deserving shows mm-hmm. of things but if your yeah. show is just fucking funny just let it be funny but like what like but think of shows on like hbo you have shows like insecure or you know barry is like a dark comedy but it, there's funny yeah. elements. Yeah. Like it's fu- it's a I guess show. I agree. Also, there's... connection, Harry Winkler. Yeah. Anyways, but like there's funny yeah. elements. I guess, it, though, know? I mean, well, 
what I was getting at was like the question of whether or not the 30 minute comedy format is dead. And maybe it is. It like, might, you know what yeah, I mean? It might be. I think it'll live. It'll, it'll, it'll survive live. because... How is it going to survive? Like, I haven't seen it on any other platform other than network television. What other platform is it no, on? No, but the no, thing is, you're saying that it's... It. No, but you're saying that it's on network television. Yeah. And there are comedies out there. There's comedies like the, um, the Neighborhood. There's... No, I know. What I'm saying is they live right now on network television, but as that's fizzling out, the newer platforms aren't producing 30 minute comedies so is that format dead but, or no, but I think are they adapting it to the new platforms as a longer format rather okay, than 30 so minutes? i have a problem with what you're thinking of what comedies are you're thinking of sitcoms specifically yeah, the 30 minutes but, but sitcoms aren't all of comedy no right? i get it but is that dead like, I is that going to get adapted to Netflix? Because it hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist yet. Yeah. But so, I like, the basic... is it going to happen outside network television, which inevitably will be gone in the next mm. 10 years? It will be gone. Yeah. Sorry. But it will be. Yeah. So, will it still exist? Or I will think, it become I think longer? I the idea of the basic sitcom is going to disappear. Yeah. Because techni- technically, sitcom is a situation comedy yeah. right yeah. yeah and there's a lot of shows out there that have like half an hour shows like on hbo or netflix or whatever where they have people in situations that are humorous yeah like they're comedic in right. some way but we have gotten used to laugh tracks and you know stupid gags and you know just kind of ridiculousness yeah and i think that version of a situation comedy like a sitcom is is very much on the way out. Right. Because even like the new ones that they could like, I've been trying to watch the family and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know, I like the Cedric. Family? You know, oh, sorry, oh, the family? Sorry. The neighborhood. Sorry. And like, I like Cedric the engineer. I think he's great. And you know, we'll try to like support, you know, yeah. whatever, but it's not working. But even things like blackish, it's a situation comedy, but it's like, if you watched any season, half the episodes in this quote unquote situation comedy aren't funny. There's serious issues that they're trying to resolve. Right. And you don't get, like, a belly laugh. You're just like, oh, yeah. yes, you know, serious. But is that whatever, also, you know? like, network television not giving airtime to serious issues or, like, something that could have been an hour-long format, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't they're... Think I, but I don't think serious issues need an hour-long yeah, format. Yeah, I don't want like, Sometimes I don't want I don't an hour-long really? everything. Yeah. If this was I've an hour-long... Like, Accustomed I think to, I would need it. I wouldn't like but this. But this is if it was so. This is 13, 14 years ago. Like, you no, know what I, I mean? But, like, today, everything new that I am consuming is not 30 minutes. I miss this. I, I want to enjoy a smart comedy that's 30 yeah. minutes long. Mm-hmm. But can it survive in this binge, binging sort of world? I was just looking up a few Netflix comedies that um, exist and. Yeah, Russian um, Doll or 30-minute episodes. Yeah. FYI. Which one? Russian Doll. Oh, really? Yeah. I uh, know BoJack Horseman's 30 love minutes. Bo- I but love But that, that show was brutal. But that didn't start out on brutal. Netflix. Yes, yes it, it did. No, it yes, didn't. It's a Netflix original show. Really? Yeah. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it did. No, yes, it, it is. Did. Yes, it and, is. And, um... <laughs> I watched <laughs> it from day one. <laughs> well, that Grace and Frankie... Like... Uh, yeah. Grace okay. and Frankie. Um, mm-hmm. Does that have a... Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. 
Yes, right. Um, they exist. They're they're different. They're yeah. not exactly how they. No one is making a co- like a. Are laughing. they full thirty minutes instead of twenty two? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you're right. They're few and far between. Yeah. Because this was the way we consumed all shows before. Yeah. You know, we're that the thirty minute the thing. So you're right that it like there were a lot of them. It's shifting. And we all got, it is, everything shifts. But I feel like something as dense as Arrested Development shouldn't be 30, shouldn't be longer than 30 minutes. Yeah. For sure. But if, it's too if, long, it's if too Arrested long. Development came out today on Netflix alone, like brand new, would it they'd also make, But they'd also would make it, it darker. It this would be. would be a much darker yeah. show. It wouldn't be a 30 minute comedy. The, the fourth season was darker. The fourth season was a little bit darker, yeah. but I think if you have that, like, dark, heavy element, you know, like, I think, you know, Lindsay would get a disease and Job would actually lose fingers for real or <laughs> something, like, no, but they would make it, like, this heavy, because there has, like, yeah. in all it's shows different, now, different there has to be, like, this... You know, there has to be consequences of the things that you do. Why do Whereas you this, there's no consequences. There's, there's repercussions, but there's no actual <laughs> consequences of the garbage that they do in this no. show, right? There's repercussions, yes. Except for... They have to deal with it, but except for for um, Buster. Yeah. <laughs> he loses his hand. But everybody else is just like, oh, things come back and smack you in the face, but you'll be fine, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But if this was made now... People would like, like um, George Senior would get raped in jail, and, and they'd like, be like, "There's the consequences of getting Hen- raped in Henry jail." Winkler's you know? character always has consequences. Like he always shows up, and they're talking about their problems, and then he has like very real problems. Yeah, that he's trying to like put forward. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there would be like there would be a whole huge other issue. Like, you know, like, uh, uh, George Michael and maybe might actually, instead of just kissing, they'd have sex and she'd get pregnant and they'd be like, we've got to talk about abortion now. Like, it'd be like this dark, heavy show in this this humor. Well, I don't know, know, they might, because they don't have the So this Arrested Development would be Degrassi. (laughs) Yes. Well, I totally think Arrested Development was made in its time. It, it is, was made uh, in time. It's a hundred percent in a, I, a time capsule. I don't know. Early two thousands time capsule. Yeah. We're in a war, but we're gonna make jokes. Well, about I'm war. just. I'm even you thinking know? about like if I shared this podcast with my ten year old nephew. I don't think he'll ever no. understand any of it. No, like I remember when this first came out. I think I read like uh, a co- uh, like a review saying this is one of the first like postmodern shows mm-hmm. because it took normal tropes. Turned it on its heads, told jokes that had like lasting impressions, you know, like recurring, not just recurring jokes, but it, basically it took like an informed audience mm-hmm. and just yeah. sort of like went with it. Yes. Is that from Wikipedia? No, I, that's just memory. <laughs> I don't know. And Sorry, like, go on. And go also on. the fact that, like you said, with the whole number in like the in the back, uh, the, the creators. Mm-hmm. Use that number in the back of an episode. So, Use yeah. their, like they're listening to the audience it's, because yeah. you're right. There was less of a separation before. Like this is a brand new type of show that came out right at the edge of, well, frankly, social uh, media, and social media, and also and... of like yeah, like the sitcom after this. Like 
there are a lot of shows that stemmed from this as like their grandfather. Oh yeah, I think. I actually think um, like uh, shows like Parks and Rec are halfway between yeah, this sure. and The Office. Yeah, yeah. those people shows are just like monsters. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, oh no, this show's just like The Office. I'm like, no, if you pay attention to the, the humor in it, the background gags, yeah, the, the long term guy, yeah, yeah, like it's Arrested. Development. It's a it's yeah. Arrested Development. Like it's but it's a combination of those two yeah. feelings. You know what yeah. I mean? And but they they both have their basis in this like pseudo yeah. documentary yeah. style kind of feel, whereas Arrested Development didn't have the the asides, you yeah. know, like the confessionals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it had it had clear references to the fact that this family, like this is a reality show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This family is being for, followed around by cameras. They have reference footage. They're putting something together. This guy's narrating it yeah. for a reason. And there's thorough episodes where, like, there's even an episode where um, somebody gets mic'd up. I think it's, I think it's the same episode with the Japanese investors where yeah. Joe gets mic'd up. He ends up in a room with a bunch of people <laughs> and be like, it's because then they get like that feedback that, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and be like, who's mic'd up? And then it just, like, it shows, like, the boom mic come into camera and pull back <laughs> out. And they're just like, that is a hilarious reference because people know watching the show, like, this is, like, a reality show slash yeah. documentary. Yeah. And this, like, brings them back to, like, all of this is happening. Like, this is a real family and we're following them. You know, yeah. like, you know, this is a special situation. It's a, it's a, whole, yeah. it's a whole thing. No, you're right. I think a lot of shows, okay most people know of The Office. Mm-hmm. And, like, that became the show of, like, a generation that, like, defined that time period. But I think most comedy writers mm-hmm. and comedians know of Arrested Development. Oh, yes. And then so I it was the mix you. of the two to create sure. Modern yeah. Family and yeah. Parks and Rec. Yeah. And or Always Sunny. Always Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Always Sunny is just something different. It yeah. Is, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Well, like, yeah. You take that. Like, this is, this is required reading. Yes. From this time yeah. period. You're like, you want to write for TV right now? Yeah. Here is yeah. like three seasons of this, a couple of seasons of this, and some yeah. seasons of this. But, you but gotta... none of those solid comedies Do it started well. on any platform other than network television. Yeah, and there, there's no other comedy really. There's no other comedy to follow. All of those that's like started on any platform other than network television. I don't yeah. feel yeah. like. But any... I also think network television doesn't want to take absolute risks on anything anymore. Because oh, they're like, absolute risks are being taken on, like, Netflix and Hulu and all that kind of stuff. For sure. Whereas, they have like, the money to. Network television the... doesn't have the money to take risks. This was risky. That yeah. was very risky. Arrested was Development risky. was very risky. It was very risky. It was but they had, they had time. They had the money and they had the time. And it's only a half and an hour. It's only half you an hour. You throw away yeah. a half an hour when you're... I mean, shows like this... What, what network did this premiere on? Fox. It was on Fox, yeah. But shows like this, Seinfeld, The X-Files, The Simpsons, if based on how they cancel shows now or let shows go on... Yeah. All of those shows, if they were put out now, would never exist because after three episodes, they had shitty ratings. They would have just been canceled. Yeah, no, they. The, the other problem too is like, you know, you look at the 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 idea of 
recreating all of these old shows like the X-Files or whatever, Mm -hmm. or even Arrested Development where you're pulling in these actors that since the time of the X-Files or since the time of Arrested Development, like they require so much more money, like, Mm. you know, than ever before. And it's hard to maintain that. Like, you know what I mean? Like redoing the X-Files was... A bullshit an insane movie. amount of money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, season you know. ten was garbage. Season eleven wasn't actually that bad. I didn't. But um, yeah. but my biggest problem is is with not just with TV but with movies as well is that because networks and producers and all that kind of stuff don't want to take risks anymore, they're not putting out new content. It's all it's remakes. It's, it's all remakes. Yeah. Sequels and, and which, or it's which is in itself like, risky though because it's so expensive. But the thing is, is, no, is they make money based on nostalgia. You know, they for make sure. The, like people are gonna, but watch. it's not gonna be long term. So no, it's like a short term sort of. No, I agree with you, but people are gonna watch the shit out of the new Disney sure. Aladdin yeah. and Lion King yeah. movie. But they won't that, be able to make a sequel. Or maybe they will, but they'll they probably but like, will. You know, but I won't do I well. So. But it's I guarantee no matter what, well. those are gonna do fantastic. Yeah, people movies. are going to go Aladdin, to the theater. No, but like a just because sequel? of what oh, it is. They're not gonna do sequels. No, but they've done sequels of the animated versions. You know. Yeah, but those are the animated versions. Yeah. Those are like and animations. Like, and I know you guys threw like yeah. BoJack Horseman in there and stuff. It's like a, that's a whole another topic. Yeah, be a whole another topic and. It just, it sells differently. It's easier in some ways to pull off. And even when you lose a character and throw a new voice in, it's almost easier to, like, just, like, glaze over mm-hmm. versus, like, the X-Files. It's like, well, if you lose Mulder, like, you know, like, the but, show does not so go on. What are you talking about? They did that for two whole seasons. Yeah, like, did. I don't understand. Of the new about. season? No, no, no. no of the original, of the original series. series. Yes, but then it At the ended. end of season, no, at the end of season seven, Mulder gets kidnapped by aliens, okay? okay. Yes, He disappears happen. for a season, yes. almost a full season. But I'm talking, And he's like, half-assed in it remakes, for, like, a half it's really hard to do that during a remake of the X-Files. Like, you can't just be, like, season one of the remake of X-Files and Mulder disappears. No, but my problem is, it's like, they, but more, shouldn't, but they shouldn't be making more X-Files. That's what I'm saying. You don't they want more X-Files? I'm not to, look... You, you know, you, want more you know, I'm You're obsessed with on this podcast. But what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> I am getting really tired of seeing the same thing over and over and over again. What do you want to see, Tracy? I want to see just there are creatives out there writing shows, have ideas, do something else. I don't care what it is, just do something else. You're over it. So, what did you think of when Arrested Development is picked up by Netflix? Uh, I was interested in it, and like I said, I watched the season four. I actually joined Netflix to watch season four of Arrested Development, and then I was thoroughly disappointed, (laughs) Yeah, and then it was one of those things where the month elapsed, and I was like, I guess I'll just watch something else now, you know? Like, it was one of of those things. I I am purely on Netflix for true crime and documentaries. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the the Yule log. What, what is the Yule? Oh, the Fire the fireplace. As as you know, I pay for cable, and I get that year round if I want to. So <clears> I also fine. do year round. 
understands me wait it, it doesn't <laughs> sorry it messes with your algorithm what is it suggesting beside uh, it, you, <laughs> okay what so is something if you like this burning <laughs> log for two hours <laughs> you'll like what the fire documentary just because of the word fire yes is it's all <laughs> algorithms man that was like fire my number one that netflix was like advertising that to me like every five seconds okay well that's an amazing but the last time i talked to you you were talking about what the 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 outlaw king or whatever and you're like i watched this one the thing with chris pine and his dick oh yeah i don't know yeah and yeah you're like that's the only thing that advertised me for a month it did it was i mean we haven't i get we didn't talk about that for a while that was a while ago that was like november yeah Yes, that is very That's true. The last yes. time I saw his dick. So, so now uh, it's advertising that just things. That was everything about like fire. Now is what you're saying. Well, because it's been the whole winter since then, Tracy. It's been like minus forty degrees outside. So I've been watching true. the fireplace <laughs> channel just to be warm. Just just to be like, warm. Oh. So warm like I'm getting dinner ready. I have the fireplace on. I read a book by the fire. What the know. hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a scream. <laughs> It's not giving off actual heat. Yeah. <laughs> but they actually say like if you if you watch Don't that, you, my comfort. it's like a it's like a placebo. You it actually is. do you feel do. warm. When oh you my watch god, it. you do. It gets too high. I gotta take my layers off. <laughs> you high? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's true. Uh, I You're am not crazy. Okay, I just have to say I think my phone is listening to us because I have a trailer for Charlize Theron's new movie <laughs> has popped up here. So what else, guys? It's Can I also fine. bring up that? You're right. With Arrested Development being on Netflix, it did get darker. Mm-hmm. That whole talk about Chris Pine's penis reminded me in the fourth season of Arrested Development. Oh, we see Job's penis. And Do we actually? I see don't Job's remember penis? that. He sticks his dick out of a rock, like a like a E rock or no no like, a rock. He was stuck and <laughs> we see him sticking out of a rock. Like he was doing a illusion to emerge from a tomb mm-hmm. during Easter, and he got stuck in it because mm-hmm. he couldn't get out because someone was blocked something or whatever. Yeah, they found a hole in it. And then he took, he stuck his dick out of the hole to try to tell people, like, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Because he couldn't stick out his finger or whatever. And that was actually in an episode. You could see it. I do not remember that. Oh, now I, now that. I have Which to rewatch it. Oh, my God. Well, we don't know this him. We don't see it. Which like, yeah, I'm sticking it out. You just, like, see a penis sticking out of this hole. That's hilarious. Okay, That's gotcha. What? Does seeing a picture of a pizza make you, like, full? It makes you hungry. That's what that it does. That doesn't warm you up. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, uh, 
am All I right. the only I mean, one? Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I have to admit, I think we we took a deep dive into Arrested Development. <laughs> and ended, and ended, <laughs> Let's just wrap uh, this up. Penises. Um, uh, tell you the truth, I have now recorded three and a half hours of audio oh, of good. this, yeah. so I don't know what kind of time it's going to take me to edit this. I hope you're a good editor. I, I really hope so, too. <laughs> well, when you edit it, do you watch, like, TV? Is it Scrubs playing in the background? Uh, well, I usually have, like, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, usually it's, it's, uh, some sort of Star Trek episode. Um, That's fair. Uh, but I have the headphones on, and I, I like, I just see things moving in my eye, like, a little bit peripheral. If it's something good, I, like, take it off, pause that, and I'm like, mm, and then get back to it. Down to work. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, maybe that's why it takes me so long to, like, edit some of these things. Well, it's also, you record people for three hours. <laughs> that's a lot of editing. Okay, this is the longest I've ever recorded okay. for any episode. Shut it off, FYI. Shut this down. FYI. <laughs> This is also, all this company out of your all of fault, guys. Yeah, that's all fair. of your that's fault. Fair. But, you know, it was awesome having you guys here. And he's just making a lot of noise, getting some cinnamon hearts. It's fine. Uh, but I want to say, wait, okay. I know I asked this already, but is there any one last thing you guys want to say? Real quick. I blew myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. That's all I got. Julie? What? <laughs> no, I'm good with that. How could I top that? I don't know. I just want to say, come on! That's all I got. That's all I got. What is it? Coconicoo! Have you guys never seen a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> There's the ones that are like four of them are doing it together and it's just like, oh my god, what is because they kept that going from season one, one to on. season yeah. three. Yeah. That was just ridiculous. It was hilarious. It's just hilarious. On the next season of Arrested Development. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch season four. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch uh, that. Uh, fine. I, I'm not doing anything this weekend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, thank you so much, Jamie and Julian, for being here and doing this. You're welcome. This was You're welcome. absolutely awesome. Uh, thank you for uh, putting up with my nerdy, and I guess thank me for putting up with your nerdy. That's fair enough. Yeah. I just want to put that okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just want to take some praise for some of this. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's you fair. deserve a lot. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. I'm going to take it. Um... So, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this. Anyways, uh, we'll have to have you guys back for something. Unfortunately, I can't do Seinfeld with you guys, but we'll, we'll find something else that you love. And yeah, we'll, we'll sit down and talk about it and have ridiculous <laughs> conversations or something. It'll be amazing. Until next time, join me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at OhMyShelf, or you can send me emails at OhMyShelf at gmail.com. On the next episode of Off My Shelf, we'll be talking about the Austin Powers trilogy. Hope you'll be here to listen.